Hello and welcome back to Fan Critical and a special bonus podcast for you guys this week. As you may have heard us mention on previous podcasts, we have a, a new podcast in the Fan Critical family that is called Story Mode, a video game podcast. And these guys uh, cover all facets of video games from Nintendo, Microsoft, PlayStation. Uh, and one of the most recent games to come out is The Last of Us Part 2. I know a lot of our listeners probably will play this game. And as a game, it is actually more like a film and a, a big narrative journey. And especially as now, this game has been picked up by HBO and is in pre-production. Um, and we are definitely going to be having our own Last of Us podcast as soon as that show uh, is close to coming out. We thought this would be a great collaboration to do with Story Mode. Um, and this gives you a chance to check them out. And um, I am also on the podcast chatting about this game. So it's a full spoiler cast. So after I've finished talking, Jesse will talk and there's going to be full spoilers for The Last of Us Part 2. So for anyone who has played the game and completed it, do check this out. We have a very, very in-depth discussion about some of the fascinating things that happen in this game. Um, so once again, spoilers for The Last of Us Part 2 after the musical interlude. Enjoy, guys. Welcome to the very first Story Mode spoiler cast. I'm your host, Jesse, and today I'm joined by Josh. Hi. And our good friend from the Fan Critical Podcast, Len. Hello. Hello, boys. Nice to be here. How are we doing? Yeah, good. How are we, How are we all doing? Very good. Well, in, in, in lockdown part yeah, two. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Last of Us part two, lockdown part two. Yeah. It's, uh, it's the last heavy, part two, electric yeah. boogaloo. <laughs> it's it's somewhat odd playing you know a game about a deadly disease that spreads mm. throughout humanity mm. and um, mm. yes. Well, I mean, as you may have guessed, today we're going to be doing a bit of a spoiler cast on Last of Us Part Two. Now, this will be going out on both Story Mode Podcast mm. and the Fan Critical Podcast. Yes. Um, Len, do you want to tell me more about Fan Critical? Uh, yes. Yeah, so obviously, Story Mode part of the Fan Critical family, and we're going to try and do a few more collaborations in the future, especially when it comes to video games that are very um, heavily focused on narrative. And it's safe to say that Last of Us Part Two is the best acted, best uh, written, and best directed game maybe of all time in terms of just the actual content in the game. And coincidentally, it's also uh, going to be a HBO show now, which has been signed off They're yeah. in pre-production. Obviously, production is halted pretty much globally because of uh, COVID. But uh, when that gets up and running again, this will be a flagship show for HBO, who are no stranger to epic storytelling. Um, so we will have our own standalone podcast covering that when that show comes out. And we felt this is a perfect way to ease in both your audience and any members of the fan critical uh, film and TV audience who will inevitably play this game, I'm sure, and want to talk about it like a film, because in a way, that's what it is. Um, so yeah, absolutely. really looking forward to chatting through it this a epic. film where you press buttons at times. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The gameplay's fine. Yeah, it's so all right. Like, we're going to kind of be skipping over that a little it's bit. It's a little reductive. Just, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Just real quickly, though. Dreamcasting, Joel and Ellie. 
Oh, well. Got to go Hugh Jackman, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was a lot of chat. Oh, we did a podcast, didn't we, Jesse? Re- recasting a video Yeah, we games. sort of touched upon this a little bit. Yeah, so Hugh Jackman's been touted. Obviously, Maisie Williams was originally signed on to be, uh, or very close to signing on to be Ellie. Um, and that didn't happen because of uh, the production fell down and now they've signed with HBO. So I doubt it'll be her, but uh, I'm fascinated to see who they get. Yeah, I mean, the one, the name I keep... Well, I say the name I see I see getting thrown around and I've forgotten the name. So mm. um, the girl who played X-23 in Logan. Oh, yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah. Um, she's brilliant. So I would like that, especially if they had you Hugh Jackman again. I mean, they seem to have some chemistry. 100%. I think it's really interesting that you guys went straight for the like most pure and simple like adaptation from the game. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, you don't think it'll be an I, anthology? I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's really fascinating. Ideally, yeah. I wouldn't go Joel and Ellie yeah. as the main characters. I don't think... Yeah. I would yeah. follow the group... I would follow the group of Fireflies from this yeah, game. Yeah, I don't think you could tell... And it, we'll talk about this more when we go through the game. But I don't think you can tell this story as well as it is done in a game format. Um, you know, I think there are things that this game makes you feel that you won't get from just watching it you have to be an active participant in it and and mm, i and i do think I, agree. I do think that the hbo show should have joel and ellie in it but i think they should maybe mix things up a bit and make it a bit broader but uh it, it'll be interesting fascinating to see what they do absolutely fascinating mm-hmm. well before we get too much into part two mm-hmm. let's just quickly go over the events of part one so part one ends Okay, let's just go from the get-go. There is a fungal plague that um, ravages the world, um, turning people into grotesque monsters. Um, we follow on Joel, who loses his daughter very early on in part one, um, in a scene that made me tear up. Mm-hmm. Um, loses her. There's a bit of a time skip. He meets Ellie. Ellie is a young girl who is immune to the virus, he is tasked with taking her to Seattle to a group called the Fireflies. They may be a developer cure. They get there. He finds out that, yeah, they can make a cure. Cool. But they have to kill Ellie. He's grown quite attached to her at that point. Murders all the doctors. Mm. Um, lies to her and says, oh, no, nah, sorry. Um, they couldn't do it. They couldn't make a cure. And they go to live in Jackson in Wyoming. Cool. Part two picks up few years later mm-hmm. um yeah it starts off quite gruesomely so again this is a full spoiler warning if if you haven't played the game yet go play it yeah then come back and give us a listen everything's on the table everything's on the table so what do you think of um joel's golf game oh <laughs> Would you uh, like to play it again? Yeah. <laughs> you have you selected, selected no. no. Uh, yeah. So, so I, I will say that the opening of the first game, Last of Us Part 1, is arguably the best start to a video game I've ever played in my life. Um, just the, the way that is put together is fantastic. Um, and I like the fact that on this go-round, they didn't try and top that. Um, they opened up very slowly. Um, and very, very thoughtfully. Slow. And I felt that when it does get to that crescendo that you just alluded to in the sort of opening three hours, uh, it is extremely effective to the point where yes. I was just broken 
by it. But uh, yeah. Yeah, it's... So, I mean, the game starts off in, in Jackson and Ellie and Joel seem a little bit tense with each other. You don't really see them in many moments together at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're living a good life, right? They're living like a good life. I mean, they are considered. having parties in the town. There are snowball fights. I love learning how to, um, like, dodge and evade and attack that snowball fight with the kids. Yeah, I owned them as well. Oh. Yeah. Just oh, mate, that out those there. little yeah. shits didn't come they near didn't me. stand a chance. <laughs> Yeah. But you go around, you meet Dina. Yep. Um, Dina is uh, Ellie's love interest. You meet one of Ellie's best friends, Jesse. That's <laughs> me. Yay. Um, and yeah, Jackson is, is thriving. It actually is really nice to see. Um, we see them going out on patrol and such. When suddenly the game switches focus a little bit and we play as another character. Mm. Now, this wasn't something that I was expecting. We yeah. How did you guys feel like just being thrown into the... Strange yeah. and manipulated. You play as Abby. Yeah, Abby plays quite a large part in this game. <laughs> yeah, Laura. But to start, we see oh. her. Yeah, she's um with a group of fireflies, ex fireflies, hailing from Salt Lake City. Mm. Um, a bit of an argument. And she's like, "I'm going to go out. I'm going to see what this town is." They see Jackson in the distance. I'm going to mm-hmm. see what this town is. You play with play with her for a while, and you just see it. It creates a juxtaposition really early on where you mm. see all the Ellie moments were quite sweet with Dina and Jesse and Snowballs. But then you have the moments with Abby and she's fighting infected pretty early on. Mm-hmm. She's roughed up really early on. Runs into Joel and his brother Tommy. Tommy is, I guess, the mayor of Jackson? Yeah. Like, he's, he's, I, always, I think they establish he is a kind of some kind of leader, leader. in the yeah. first he's one. He's the mayor right? Quimby of, of Jackson. Mm. But I do want to say, like, I thought the storytelling as Abby was, like, incredibly well done, um, where they kind of allude to her looking for somebody in yeah. Jackson yeah. and wanting to infiltrate yeah. Jackson. They never really spell it out. Like, I called it out pretty much straight away. Yeah. I was kind of shouting at the TV. Um, but I still think it's done... Um, just well enough so that, like, if if you are on top of it, like, you can see where this story's going. But, like, I thought that was done really well. But also, like, being able to uh, interact with the clickers, all the zombies again, after um, you've just played as Ellie for a good long while and there hasn't really been any threats, um, to be surrounded by all yeah. these infected and be, like, like, forced to actually run away from them, I felt like. Because I like came across a massive horde of them, and I had no choice but to run. I yeah. didn't have the resources, um, and I thought that was like an incredible way to kind of put me in uh, Abby's shoes and kind of mm. see where she's coming from as this survivor that's just like fighting tooth yeah. and nail and dedicating yeah. every resource she has to fighting these things. Whereas yeah. Ellie is yeah. able to smoke weed and yeah. make out with... <laughs> well, it's kind of like the well, ladies. The way I saw it was, and you only get this perspective, I guess, when you finish the game, but this is the end of Abby's journey, as it were. So this yeah. is her... Yeah, this totally. is her. If, if, the, you were, if this whole game was ages ago, their whole journey to this point and then running from this horde and obviously finding Joel is her pinnacle. That's her ultimate summit. Whereas Ellie's journey hasn't even begun yet. So that's what, you know, it's just so such an interesting way that they set this game up. And at this point, at the start, when you just jump into this new character, you're like, who the, you know, I was like, who is this person? And I was luckily, you know, I I avoided spoilers like the plague and I avoided anything uh, on Twitter or Instagram. I was very fortunate I didn't see anything. So for me, this whole opening three hours was just like, what the hell is going on? It's and just a roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. 
I think it showed like, I mean, like you said, Abby has been training for this moment for her whole life, but I see it more as she's been training to get Joel. Mm-hmm. We see yeah. later on the game, and we'll go into it a little bit more, uh, a bit later on. She's all, she's always wanted just to end him. Mm-hmm. That has been her goal from from a certain event that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, why am I being spoiler? Like, why am I being yeah. spoiler? Yeah. That has yeah. been her goal ever since Joel killed her dad. Yeah. Her dad was a doctor who was going to do the surgery on Ellie, removing her brain, scooping that with a big spoon, and being like, eh, maybe we can do something with this and cure <laughs> the virus. I don't know what he was going to do. Um, but she's, she's dedicated herself she's, so thoroughly she's been that she has, she's like... She's a weapon. Yeah, I she's love even, her so much. She's even given up the interpersonal relationships that, like, Ellie's thriving on mm. in this, like, environment. Like, you see Abby interact with well, Owen, even, her friend. It, and you see that, like, later in the game, you find out how close Ellie, I mean, Ellie, Abby and Owen are. And at the moment where Owen's like, it's the the game, Owen's like, nah, let's just go back. Like, let's chill for a moment. She's like, no, yeah. I will leave you behind. I'll leave my partner, love interest, best friend. Yeah. yeah. It's complicated on Facebook. I'll leave him behind to go find Joel. So she finds Joel. Big scene with um, a bunch of clickers and infected chasing after him. Pretty badass. And she lures Joel back to her log, camp. Log they're, cabin. They're at some yes. Log cabin. It's a beautiful, it's a lovely. beautiful winter, it's a lo- winter, lovely. winter home. Absolutely beautiful. Have- oh yeah, some of these houses in this game are like, yeah. all right, I'd live here, even if it is like infected. Mm. Even if it is zombie times. Yeah. At the same time, um, as you alluded to, Josh, um, Ellie and Dina getting it on mm. in a safe house, getting a bit of weed, Getting it on, it's all good. Okay, Taking life is good off. for them. Taking the edge off, exactly. Yeah. Um, fast forward a bit. Ellie finds that Joel's missing, finds him at the uh, log cabin, yep. gets captured, and is forced to watch while Abby tortures yep. and eventually kills Joel with a golf club. Mm. Uh, Tommy is incapacitated, and Abby just clocks him in the head with a golf club. A very... Yeah. Um, it's an odd full stop, but I qu- kind of like it. You kind of, I think a lot of people go into the game thinking Joel's a hero, yeah, and he deserves a hero's ending. Well, no, well, yeah. I mean, this is the interesting thing about Joel. He, is he a hero? Like, you know, I came away from the first game seriously questioning, and that's what this game does brilliantly, and the last one did brilliantly. Is it makes you question your actions, um, and they don't want you to make a choice. They are saying no. This is the story. You are just going to inhabit these characters and play that story. Yeah. So I came away. That's from a the, really good way to put it. I I, I, um, I came away from the first game thinking Joel isn't necessarily a hero. Like you know, the guy essentially damned mankind to extinction potentially by not allowing Ellie to be synthesized into a cure. I know it sounds terrible. I probably wanted to save Ellie because I love Ellie as a character, right? But the bigger picture needs to be looked at. So Joel is the ultimate anti-hero in a way. So the only way to give Ellie the motivation to do the things she does in this game, which are horrendous, uh, is to brutally murder the man. Um, And the brutality of it is essential to her sort of journey, as it were. If it was just, you know, tame, uh, I don't think she would If he was killed off screen, I don't think it would have the same effect. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. It was just so... Like a golf club to the head, it was quite blunt. Um, and then Abby 
in a, I think there's something reflected throughout the game, spares Ellie. Mm-hmm. She's just like, let's go. Mm. Yeah. We skip forward a little bit. Oh, um, can we just talk about the acting in this scene? Because, like, gee. Oh, my. Jesus. Ashley so, Johnson's screaming. Oh, Ashley my Johnson God. Yeah. Um, and Laura Bailey deserve every award imaginable for yeah. this game. But, yeah, this is one of the scenes that fucking floored me. The, the noise. Absolutely floored the me. The noise that Ashley Johnson creates when she's on the floor, that scream. I, I actually replayed that scene earlier today. Um, in preparation for this because I wanted to watch it again even though it's horrible Um, and it makes me like tear up every time just because her acting is so incredible and even the little look that um, Joel gives across to her on the floor when he's basically dead um, it's just it just goes to show how far Naughty Dog have come and games in general like that they are able to do the motion capture here and the acting and everything is so real and so visceral that you forget you're watching a game. Like my girlfriend, who doesn't really um, like me playing as many games as I do at the moment because of lockdown, <laughs> and I'm on Warzone all the time, right? Like playing COD or whatever. And I remember when this game got delivered and I was so excited and I said to her, like, look, I've, I've been waiting to play this game for ages. Anyway, literally 20 minutes into the game, she's like, and she sees the moment where you're like strumming on the guitar playing, you know, if I ever lose, you know. And uh, oh, my heart. And uh, she's like, what is this game? What are you doing? Because her concept of games is like, you know, you know, you know platformers. Call or, of Duty. Call of Duty. And she was like, this is like a film. And I was like, exactly. It's, it's a story and we're playing it out. So, yeah, the, the, this scene for me is the scene in the, in the game where I was, it's the one that gets me the most. And it's also the one where I'm like, wow, how far have we come? Even from the first game. Like, it's just, it's taking it to a new level. Absolutely. I think you also bring up um, that song. It's called uh, Future Days yeah. that Joel sings for yeah. Ellie. The scene where Joel, there's a bit of a flashback moment and you see um, Joel come in and sing that to Ellie. Oh, man. That scene is and then it cuts, stunning. And then it cuts Absolutely the title. Absolutely stunning. And then it cuts the title. You know because what I mean? There is, so, there is so much in Troy Baker's um, performance as Joel. Oh. There's so much guilt behind yeah. his eyes. Yeah, yeah. He knows what he's done yeah. is in the long term wrong but I mean like you said when you play you know it's wrong but you love Ellie that much mm. that you get it and you wanted to do it yeah. I remember walking into that hospital and being like fuck these guys yeah, I am yeah, done yeah. with them I've yeah. come way too far you're not doing this mm. you're all pricks mm. I'm mowing you down mm. it's all happening yeah. but then it's like you do it it's like oh yeah shit. yeah yeah. that little like <laughs> that bit of remorse that comes in 100% anyway um, Tommy is pissed. His brother's just been killed. Mm-hmm. So he goes off after Abby and the other fireflies. Um, and Allie takes off as well. This sets Allie and Dina on quite the, uh, the dangerous path. Uh, Dina played by Shannon Woodward. Mm-hmm. Dina, one of my favorite characters ever oh, in a game. Yeah. I love Dina mm-hmm. so She's so much. perfect. Yeah. I would die and kill for her. And in this game, you do. Well, you kill at least. So, um, Dina and Ellie go through Seattle, um, hunting down Abby and the group. This group of Fireflies belong to a, another group now, after the Fireflies disbanded after Joel killed most of them, hmm. um, called the WLF, the Washington Liberation Front, or Wolves. Hmm. It's pretty clever. Yep. The Wolves, WLF. Mm-hmm. I liked it quite a lot. 
you go through, you might murder a bunch of wolves, and um, that's when the story gets its first really like whoa moment. Um, Dean's pregnant. Yeah. So you get yeah. to a theater, hold up, and you're like, okay, you're pregnant. You I actually thought wait. that the reveal of this was really well done, mm. where you are kind of going through a couple, you're going through um, a subway station, right? Underground yeah. subway station. Yeah. And she's kind of lingering a little bit. She's taking, she's, you know, kicking dead bodies a little bit. You know, she's a bit cautious of what's going on here. And Ellie's just like throwing her head first into all these crazy situations that mm. nobody should be in. Mm. Um, having a swim like through this underground subway station. Holy um, shit, Last of Us 2, you can swim. Yeah. Oh, thank um, you. <laughs> and then Dina's just there like holding her gut and just kind of like, you know, I just need some time. And you're like, oh God, did she get bitten mm. or something? Well, I mean, the first big clue, um, I again, it's one of those... It's very much a game where you look at a lot of moments in retrospect. It's like, oh, that's what that was. You see a horse that's been um, kind of ripped apart. Also, just a shout out to the horse in um, Last of Us 2. Shimmer. Shimmer. Uh, Shimmer. Yep. Gets uh, blown Great up and then shot in the head. Oh, Great horse <laughs> physics. Guys. Um, but yeah, you see a horse that's been ripped apart by by clickers. And you're fine with it. You've seen this all of violence before. It's like, whatever. And then... Um, Dina starts throwing up, starts hurling mm. at it. Mm. And I just thought, okay, you've seen more violence than she has, but I guess that's a bit unfair. You don't really know Dina's story. Turns yeah. out she's pregnant. Morning sickness. All right. Yeah. yeah. So you go to the theater and you say, okay, you can hold up here. You can um, kind of help. There's a radio in there. And she use a bunch of photos that you found in the body earlier in the game off one of the fireflies. Mm. Let's work out where all these people are. Yep. Hunt them down. We'll get to. So these are the um, people. These, Kill Bill style. These are the people that were present at Joel's death. So this yep. is the whole group of fireflies. Um, and they all played a certain part in it. Yeah, they all participated in the murder and torture of him. Uh, some more so at than point others. You've killed yeah. probably two, maybe three of them. Uh, all in self-defense at this point. Mm, it, um, I think that's, that's definitely a point that needs to be brought up because there is a certain one of them gets killed. Not in self-defense. So at this point, Dina's pregnant. Hey, Dina, you stay here. I'm going to go out. I'm going to keep hunting. Yeah. And downtown, Se- downtown Seattle here is is just the most stunning location I have played in a game for a very long time. I would say the best level design I've ever mm. played in the game. I mean, the thing... Because, really? Yeah. Yep. It's, mm-hmm. it's the thing that I love about it so much is uh, obviously the first game you had this idea of the world taking nature taking the world back right and you had all these overgrown um cities and stuff like that and now it's gone to the next level where this is this is just it and especially for characters like ellie and dina who have only ever known this world and not known the previous world some of the conversations interactions that they have around this open seattle area are incredible environmental storytelling that you just do not get about cinemas and yeah you don't get it in any other game man like like i know we've we've sort of gone past it but like just in the music store when she just starts playing take on me and oh my best scene of the whole game (laughs) hands down yeah and you sit there like in this you're in this chaotic world filled with you know zombie-like creatures clickers every you, you know your father figure's just been killed you're looking for redemp uh revenge sorry and they just take a moment in a music store and start playing Take On Me. And you literally sit there for the whole song and you're just like, 
a tear rolls down your face and you're just like, they, how are they doing this? this they did it. Yeah. They did you, know it. you know what I love? Dina would have no idea that that's not how the song goes. Exactly. They, just, as far as she yeah. knows, it's an acoustic song. Yeah. That, that's cool. I mean, it's, but, I mean yeah. even cooler, you don't even have to do that moment. No. So the game is, the first game was quite linear. Mm. This game has a lot of open-ended areas. And I kind of wish there were more like day one Seattle where you find that music yeah. store. Yeah. yeah you go around they the never area do that again. Yeah. And not it, to that um, scale. Yeah. yeah. Not to that scale, no. It, it's lovely. Unfortunately. It's a lovely idea. I read somewhere and I heard them say that originally they had this planned as an open world game. And they said that that mm. just didn't work when they're trying to tell yeah. such a such a powerful story they it's didn't so tailored. It, it didn't make sense that they suddenly have like a random side quest you know where they're like oh go speak to this guy at this encampment and help him do this task when you're trying to tell this quite impactful story which is like no there's urgency here we need to find abby and we need to fucking kill her and um they said that just giving people this opportunity of seattle was actually a lovely way for Dina and Ellie to you feel like their relationship is yeah. a lot closer. And of course, like you said, you can you cannot do that. You can just do the bits that you need to do here. But if you did, like me, go through to every sort of street corner and store and the bank and all these places. Oh, the bank. Yeah. And oh. have all have all these conversations with Dina. Oh. You feel so much more attached to Dina that when you get to that moment where she says she's pregnant, uh, and you're you're very conflicted about what you're doing. You're like, we need to get her out of here because if she dies yeah. in this game, I'm oh. going to be devastated. <laughs> I was like, go back, turn around. You can come back. You need to take her. Yeah. Going back to the um, environmental storytelling, mm. I think one of the greatest strengths of this game and The Last of Us 1 are the letters you find. Yeah. So there are letters strewn around the world that kind of build up the plot and, mm. the, and the, the world that before you were there. So this is stuff that happened before the outbreak, during the outbreak, after the outbreak. Mm. There are stories of families escaping. There are stories of um, people going out to get medicine for their loved ones. Mm. And you may find that their loved one has passed away and you mm. find out why. It's because the person who went out got killed by clickers further down the track. Yeah, yeah. And each one is heartbreaking. And the bank, there was a bank vault yeah. in day one Seattle where... These guys decide to do a bank robbery yeah. on the wrong day. Yeah, that shows a bad day. Oh, the odds of that. Yeah, <laughs> it works out well that was for Ellie. So awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're yeah, in she the picks pub. up a shotgun in there. Yeah, yeah you're in the bank <laughs> vault, and just, you're surrounded by millions of dollars, and you're like, it's just worthless. It's meaningless. It's I love meaningless. It. Yeah. Um, the um, you also brought up the how nature's taken over this whole like nature porn aspect of the game. Mm. So you're you're hopping hopping along, you're trotting along on Shimmer the Horse with Dina behind you and you're going through this jungle and the the foliage in this game is just second to none mm. it is stunning yeah um and you trotting along in what you think is a very dense overgrown forest and then you realize no i've been walking on a highway mm. you start to see a few cars it's like okay maybe this is like a car park in the middle of nowhere yeah no this is this is like a highway or freeway or whatever you're in the middle of the city unreal it is so cool how nature has taken over everything mm. i love it I love it. Wait, right, fast forward. So you've left Dina at the theater. Like, yeah. hey, chill. Base camp. Um, wait. So did we touch on Jesse and Jesse? Well, so you go out the first day, um, and then you find Jesse. Jesse is Dina's is the baby daddy. Yeah, he's the ex. Um, Dina's yeah. ex. Dina's ex, and uh, one of Ellie's best friends, and a really well written character. I really liked some of his dialogue in this game. I, I love that really there's sweet. no bad blood between him and Ellie. Like they yeah, have a couple like, little chill. jabs at each mm. other, but like 
Yeah. It would have been such a cheap and yeah. easy thing to do that I think mm-hmm. most games would have done. It's like, yeah, no, he's pissed. But it's like, I mean, in real life, it's it's more complex than this. This game deals with relationships in a very complex manner. Yeah. Yeah. And doing so feels very realistic. Feels real, yeah. Gets him, and then they get to a point, it's like, hey, um, we're going to get Tommy, right? We're going to get Tommy, and we're going to take Dina back. That's the plan, right? And he's like, oh, well, you know, we've killed a few of these fireflies. We know that Abby's holed up at the aquarium. Why don't we just get her along the way? Bit of a disagreement. Jesse goes off. Allie goes a separate way. Eventually gets the aquarium. Mm. At this moment, um, Abby's not there, but there are two other people. There's Owen and there is Mel. Yeah. And she kills them both. Yeah. And the last words Owen says is she's pregnant. Mm. Um, Yeah. Allie then goes over to Mel, realizes that she's just uh, shot or stabbed. I can't remember. Stabbed. A pregnant woman. Mm. Yeah. Now this gets to her. Despite the fact, like, a few hours before, she tortures a woman named Nora with a crowbar Mm. as she chokes to death on spores. Yeah. It's a lot. (laughs) That scene made you do it as well. You had to press square to do it. Mm-hmm. So the escalation of Ellie's blind rage has mm. gotten to a point where it's like, can she come back from this? I don't yeah. know. Now that it's kind of hit close to home, well, with Dina being in the same situation, <laughs> hopefully safely back at the theatre. Um, not to mention she's just turned her back on Jesse as well, who has just gone off to help for all her intents uncle. and purposes. Ellie's uncle, yeah. yeah. Um, I always I forget that it's not actually her uncle. <laughs> I think it's actually really because I think a lesser game wouldn't have had Dina be pregnant. Yeah, I think that would have muddied the messaging and kind of made it like, oh, players are gonna hate Jesse then, or whatever. Yeah, because other games wouldn't give the time to write Jesse mm. as a three-dimensional kind of person. Well, yeah. if you didn't so, like Jesse, good news. When you get back to the theater, uh, yeah. um, Abby's there as well. You run into the room, you hear a bit of a scuffle between Abby, or you don't know it's Abby at this point, but you hear a scuffle between somebody and Tommy. You walk in, you see it's Abby, Abby shoots Jesse, run the face. Hmm, thanks. Thanks for naming him after me. Naughty Dog, Neil Druckmann, you jerk. And th- you this is another doing. one of those, like, Joel dying moments where, like, it happens so quickly. Everything's happened, like, out of nowhere. You didn't even know Abby was in the building. Yeah. You are literally with Ellie as she sprints into this into the foyer, I guess, yep. the theater, and like Jesse just gets offed. Ellie's like shit, dies behind a table. Everything's hitting the fan. Mm. There's some good. Di- oh, there's I'm some glad good- you brought up Joel. Uh, oh so. yeah, are you are you going to go to a flashback? Yes, throughout the first act, I'm calling it the first act. It's not the first act, but whatever. There are a number of flashbacks to really set you on the course of avenging Joel, finding out what happened in those years between part one and part two. I think the most memorable being the museum. Mm-hmm. There is a moment where Joel um, tells a younger Ellie, like a 14-year-old Ellie or so, hey, it's your birthday, I found you something. Yeah. And the first game she mentioned dinosaurs quite a lot. And space. And I love that and he's space. like, I'm going to take you somewhere. You uh, in space, yeah. She wanted to be an astronaut. That was, that was in He's the first He's like, game. Um, can you guess what I got you for your birthday? I love that her first guess was a dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> As a joke. Yeah. They, get, they get a little bit further along and he got her a dinosaur. He found a museum. Mm. And there's a moment where they sit inside of a replica space shuttle. And for her birthday, he found 
the tapes of the uh what flight was it was the moon landing the moon it? flight some nasa tapes yeah. i don't i don't fucking know i'm not a scientist a rocket taking uh, off a rocket rocket sounds <laughs> yeah and young ellie sits there and she closes her eyes and she listens to it and she gets to experience what she's always wanted to experience and i don't like how she can experience it more than i ever will even mm. in a post-apocalyptic world just let um, her have this one thing, no, please. December yeah. 3rd is my birthday. Dude, Can somebody get me a museum, get me into the spaceship, and yeah. give me some tapes? Um, God damn it. This is a beautiful moment, and, and I think what this game does for such a dark and dreary and horrible world that they live in, it has these moments uh, of absolute joy and absolute unbridled sort of beauty where i call them the giraffe moments yeah the giraffe, this is this probably okay. close to you know the take on me is a lovely moment and uh this is a lovely moment um and there's just something about it that they're able to intersect this horrible horrible story of violence revenge and hatred um with these moments uh that are so beautiful and so I don't know, you just need them as a player because you, you go through this game and, and it's very difficult to play in terms of it's heavy, you know. Um, and to get these moments to just sort of lift your soul are very, very, it's very important to me, to me anyway, when, when I was playing, I'm sure you guys felt it was just a nice break from like horrible but clickers. and At the infected. same time, it, like, it shows you the story behind them. Yeah. But it increases your rage. It, it does. Towards it, Abby. Yes. When you get when I whenever I got back from one of the flashbacks, I'm like, that was beautiful. Yeah. I will kill. I I'm This is what I'm now. fighting for. I am yeah. so angry right now. Yeah. And also it gives you that context that um you know, the, the Joel in the first game and the Joel in this game, and, and a lot of people hate this, and, and that's why there's been a lot of hate for this game. Because people are like, Joel would never do this, or Joel would never do that, or Joel would never be so trusting to get in a room with all these strangers and then get killed. But this is a different. This is a different kind of Joel. This is a Joel who has made arguably a world-changing decision. His life has actually, possibly, you know, endangered everybody. And not only that, he's endangered the relationship of Ellie, who he clings. He, he needs her more than anything in the world. He, he, you know, he's had four years of peace, and he's trying to claw back that relationship with Ellie. And and this game highlights the softer side of Joel, a Joel that has relaxed, and a Joel that is resigned to the fact that his his time is over, and, it, and now it's about nurturing that relationship with Ellie. And it's nice to see absolutely that he gets so much. Actually, he gets quite a lot of screen time, considering the fact he's killed off in the first three hours. And well, the scenes with him, especially a scene at the end, which I'm sure we'll talk about, literally oh, had had oh, me in floods of oh. tears. So um, testament to it's Troy Baker, isn't it? Testament to him and testament to Ashley Johnson in these scenes. Beautiful acting. Um, and it's just stunning stuff. Mm-hmm. You bring up that he was trying to bring up uh, men, the, the chasm yeah. <laughs> formed between him and Ellie. Yeah. That happened because in another flashback, we see Ellie finds out what happened. She goes back to that hospital. She's always been sus of what happened. She didn't take yeah, it value. Even at the end of the first game, she yeah. was like, yeah. Okay, and that I'll look she gives him has so word. much survivor's guilt. And um, have you guys played Left Behind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Big part of Left Behind is that Ellie knows the world shit. Mm. And she has, but if she has to die, she wants to die for something. Mm. Joel took away her chance. He made that choice for her. Mm. She could have died for something. And he said no. Mm. So when she yeah. gets to the hospital and she finds out what happened, 
and she confronts Joel about it, it's one of those things where like, I just, I, I will never forgive you. Yeah. I will go yeah. back to Jackson. Yeah. But we, we will never be the same. So the Joel that we see throughout the game is despondent. He's absolutely broken. He literally gave the world for her. And she rightfully so said, fuck you. And he is just a completely broken man at this point. Mm. So every time he try, even the, the museum scene happens before he's found out, there's a sense that he knows it's coming. He knows that she'll find out. And not only that, he knows that Carmen will get him. He knows his end's near. Mm. Um. It's and fucked up. <laughs> it, is, it, it is heavy. That scene where she... And I think this is testament to the writing again. I know we've mentioned it several times. Like, it's a brave game that does this. Like, that scene where Abby crashes into the hotel, kills Jesse, and you're like... And Ellie goes, Look, I know why you did it, because Joel, you know... Um, he, he, he said he, he, he didn't get the cure. He, You know, I, I'm the one you want. All this sort of stuff, right? And a lesser game would make that the big reveal of the game. The fact that from the first one, she finds out. But no, this is just a flashback where she takes it upon herself. And this is about a third of the way through the game. Mm. Uh, and you find out that she knew all along. So all this time, even this on this redemption journey, you know, there's no sort of like uh, flip-flopping of her emotions towards Joel. She's already at this point of acceptance of what he did or trying to accept right. what he did. And I think that's testament to the writing because... You know, it's so tempting to go. Oh well, that massive cliffhanger we left in the last game. Oh, that's it's the so big tempting thing. to make that the climax of the yeah. game. Yeah, that exactly. she finds out that like she was the cure, and yeah. Joel gave that I mean, up. Just yeah. Joel. So I knew. I didn't see any spoilers. Yeah, but as soon as like, oh shit, you want to avoid spoilers? I'm like, okay, Joel dies. I didn't I think, need to know. To be like, honest, like I think we all saw it coming. I, I mean, all, like I, the I last, definitely thought even the it first could Last of Us yeah. like relied on a lot of zombie tropes yeah uh, but that didn't take away from what it did well which was yeah. the writing was far superior to so many other games and because i had a huge budget as well mm. it looked oh, yeah. it looked incredible for 2013 um but like the actual story wasn't anything mm. that hadn't been done before it exactly. was the characters and the writing and the moments mm. you got to share and the that kind of <laughs> put it all into perspective yeah 100 percent. so going back to abby raises a gun towards ellie and it's very much, I very much thought like, shit, this is a quick game. This is going to end in a moment. Okay. Yeah. Great no. line here as well, Jesse. Just a great line from uh, Laura Bailey and Abby. You, uh, you know, we gave you a chance and you've ruined it. Like the way she says it, like, like, yeah, you know, we gave, we gave you yeah. the opportunity to, to keep to, going. Yeah. <sighs> and you've wasted it's, it. I think so, she says uh, like that. Neil Druckmann came out and said, this game is about the cycle of violence. And then she's like, Abby's always screaming like, I tried to break this yeah. wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried to break and change course and you fucked it. Yeah. And I now there is, I cannot let you, I cannot redeem you. There is no... The, re yeah. Anyway, the, the delivery back of that at day is amazing. one as yeah. Abby. How did you feel about this? I mm. was like, oh, shit. Now at this point, I hated Abby. Mm. Every fiber of my being, I hated her. Mm -hmm. How did you feel starting day one Seattle as Abby? You Unless go, you Josh. Okay, yeah. Well, we had <laughs> okay. a conversation. Okay. Well, we had a conversation about this just before we recorded. Um, yeah. And 
we have completely different emotions about it, which is interesting. Oh, yeah. I, you know, Josh, how did you feel about it? How did you feel about it, Josh? So, um, so I found it a little odd jumping back to Seattle day one. I was kind of like, oh man, like we're retreading previously mm. worn ground. Like nothing new is going to happen. You know, there isn't going to be a nuke that's going to be fired. There's nothing crazy going to happen here. Um, and it kind of, it kind of hurt a little bit, but it set my expectations. Um, and it ended up like exceeding those expectations because as mm. things went on, I found myself um, actually enjoying, as we'll discuss soon, soon enough, enjoying Abby as a character far more mm. than I did Ellie. And I found her so much more complex. Mm. Uh, I thought she was just a fascinating character, especially with her single-minded kind of revenge fantasy having been achieved. And now she's just, Back at square one. Mm. It, it's such an how odd do you place deal with to that? start a character. Yeah. Like like you said, she got to her pinnacle. She did what she had Set up to kind do. of dedicated a large portion yeah. of her life to. She got what she wanted. Yeah. And not to mention actually jumping in there and um having a suite of guns. Yeah. And oh, like yeah. living in a football stadium and having all this the delicious food there and down. a gym. Yeah. I, I felt mean, empowered. I, I, I had this thing where as I said, that powerful line that she says to Ellie and then you cut to essentially the same structure that we just had with Ellie where, you know, we see, we saw the doc, her, we, this is the moment you get revealed that, you know, her, her father was the doctor, right? In that previous flashback. So this is when we jump to Abby's perspective, right? And yeah. that moment in the first game is such a moment of no one that I know really wanted to kill that doctor like everyone was like, well, can we just leave the doctors alone and just take her? Like, and they made that into a whole moment where it's this integral part of the story that you had no choice. You had to kill the doctor. The doctor is actually the only person that could synthesize this cure. And not only that, her daughter has been profoundly changed by that event, as I'm sure Joel would have been, you know, with Sarah's death or Ellie is now with Joel's death, right? So you jump mm-hmm. into the character of Abby and I was like, when I saw that first flashback, I was like, oh, okay. I love the way they're tying this together. I love the way they're linking it to the first game. But then when it says Seattle day one and you jump into Abby, I was just like, look, I know what you're trying to do, Naughty Dog. Neil Druckmann. It's I ballsy. Know, we get I know, it. Yeah, I know what you're trying to do. You're going to make me play the same amount of time, like whatever it is at this point, like 10 hours, 12 hours as Abby through the Seattle section. And I'm telling you right now, I don't want to do it. Like I was like, I, I, I was saying to Josh, I don't want to play the game. I was like the first time in the morning when so I woke resigned, up. So resigned, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to, I just can't be bothered. I've lost all my guns. And I know that you <laughs> want me to like Abby, but it's not going to happen. Like I'm an Ellie, I'm an Ellie fanboy. Yeah. And then you, you start playing through it, as I'm sure we'll get to. And by the end of it, I was an Abby fanboy. So, uh, I love it's, Abby so much. it's, you know, I hated the game in the middle, really, to be honest with you. I hated that Same. day one moment. And then the fact that by the end of it, I'm like, they're total geniuses. This is the best thing I've ever played. How have they done this? I've not seen this told uh, even in a film narrative this way or a TV narrative this way. And I was just like, you know, take my money uh, again, because it's a brilliant decision. Um, so I was one round by the end, but devastated <laughs> at the start of this. <laughs> it really, it really is such a gut punch. You're yeah. like, oh, I've got a life. I've got a job. I've got so much to yeah. do. And yeah. you're going to make me do all I this. I think from a gameplay point of view, the gut punch really got me because Ellie's 
gameplay it had started to feel a little bit tired mm. i was repeating the same areas over and over again i'm like i'm sort of yeah. done and then having abby now i didn't think abby and ellie's story were going to be kind of equally length i thought you would sort of play seattle day one to three yeah. in one sort of big chunk yeah so it'd be kind play... of like a truncated yeah exactly yeah, that's what i thought okay. it was because from ellie's point of view abby is on the run mm. abby was never running though no, she yeah. was living her life yeah. because she she gets to that climax, she gets to that pinnacle, and she makes a decision, a decision that Ali may not make. Also, I want to point out... Why am I being spoiler protective? What, am I, what that, is wrong with me? <laughs> that it seems like Abby's on the run mm. because, you know, you're finding all these other WLF members and you yeah. pick up their radios and they're like, oh, Abby's, Abby's heading to the aquarium. Oh, yeah. we're going to, you know, like, oh, she's a hero, whatever. But then you see Abby's perspective and it's like, no, she's on the run from the WLF. Yeah. yeah. For all intents and purposes. Well, not even that. Like, she's not even a, on the both run. Of your enemy. She just, yeah. She's escaping. She's not being chased by them. She's like, I'm done with them. Yeah. I'm going to find Owen. I'm done. I want to start living my life. Yeah. I need to go and leave with the man I love, which is Owen. Owen is so well acted. I need to find out who, who played him because yeah, Owen is brilliant in this game. And they leave. But but the thing that's the thing that's also that we haven't mentioned is that Ellie has stumbled into Abby's story in a way because that she's part of this WF, the wolves who are also fighting Seraphites and they're a massive part of the game that you encounter early on. And Ellie's just stumbled into what is the climax of a like 20 year war between the wolves and the Seraphites. The Seraphites are another faction within um, Seattle. They're more of a religious cult. Um, They are terrifying. Whistle. I love them. They are brilliant. I, I'm I'm very very divided on the Seraphites. We'll get into the Seraphites more in a moment because we're into yeah, Lev 100. and Yara. Yeah. So Owen has left the WLF and he's he's run away because he spared a a scar. He spared spared an elderly scar and killed another WLF member in doing so. Mm-hmm. Abby's like, okay, they want him dead. The WLF yeah. want him dead. I'm gonna find him. We're gonna just live. live we're gonna together. sort it out. Sort we'll it like, out. We'll sort it out. Like if I can talk to, we'll um, actually we haven't introduced this character. Isaac. Uh, this, yeah. We're introduced to Isaac. Yeah, the WLF yeah. boss. Um, I thought his introduction was really well done as well. Not Jeffrey to Wright. steer the conversation away. Well, I kind of disagree. I felt he was super one dimensional. Well, oh, when man, you're Ellie, you're reading so many letters <laughs> yeah. from day one yeah. where they're like, oh, like maybe Isaac will be able to help us, and there's yeah, other yeah. ones where like Isaac betrayed us again, and it's like. Who is this guy? What side yeah. is he playing? Who is this and guy? Then you find out that he's the WLF leader. Yeah. I thought that was really well done. I thought it was done. And then when you meet Isaac, you know, on day one with Abby before she goes off to get Owen and she gets fed all this information, like, it's played by Jeffrey Wright. They've got like an A-list celebrity to come in there and voice the guy. I was like, Unreal. is that Jeffrey Wright? And then I checked it afterwards because he only has like seven lines in the whole game. I was like, what the <laughs> hell? Um, it adds so much weight to his character. Like he has this mystique about him where I was like, cause they don't, they just he's show a powerful figure working yeah. in the shadow. So he's, I have yeah, one complaint about him. They make him do a villain trope that I'm so sick of when he's talking. So when a villain or uh, somebody higher up mm. is talking to his plebs or her plebs, mm. they eat fruit. They will talk oh, yeah. to them and say, I am that disinterested in what he you're saying. He have a bowl of fruit in his office. I will casually <laughs> eat this apple. And he does that. I'm like, ah, oh, 
Oh, Fuck God. off. Oh, <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. So the WLF want to kill Owen. Um, Abby's like, nah, screw that. I'm going to save bestie. Owen and we're going to live yeah. happily ever after. Mm. On her way, she gets captured. And then we see a moment from the E3 trailer from two years ago. I think it's 2015. I I think think it might have been like Paris Games Week or something. Yeah. We see um, somebody who's like... It's 2017. Dragged along Mm. um, by some seraphites, some scars. They're hanging people. They're cutting their guts out. They find Yara. They've strung up Abby. They're about to kill her. Yeah. Uh, when you say then about Lem to kill her, in. when you say about to kill her, that the methodology oh, is essentially hung, is, jo- hung, drawn, and quartered, which is old school. Let's open your guts school, up whilst you hang to death. Uh, it's old the school, most like end of Braveheart way. kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yara comes along. Sorry, Lev comes along. Mm-hmm. Lev is Yara's brother, trans brother. Um, which is really well played in the game. Yeah, because I didn't quite catch it at first. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, like two, cool. There's two lines. There's two lines in the whole yeah. game. Um, so Lev is a trans man who is shaved his head as part of Seraphites. Seraphites being a religious organization, they shun him. Um, and he and his sister run away and they're caught in this forest. The Seraphite break Yara's arm in a brutal scene. They clip her wings. Yeah, gross. Um, and then a bit of a scuffle happens. Um, Yara is freed. Abby kills her captor, snaps her neck. And then you play the best scene in the Last of Us games as a whole. The forest. It's nighttime. Okay. It's lit you by like, fire. You like this, you? And you are Abby and you're fighting clickers and infected uh, bare knuckled. Dorkers. Oh, yeah, you're going to hammer at one point. They're coming uh, out from the forest. It's completely dark. Loved it. yeah. I had chills. My heart was pounding. Really? It could have just been that I was unfit. I don't know. But that scene had, oh my God, it was so, so tense. I, I do Joel believe. I'm Ellie with could you. could not have done what Abby just did. I'm with you where I thought it was a really well done scene, but gameplay wise, I yeah. thought it was really fascinating that they gave you this unbreakable weapon for one scene um, and just kind of like forced <laughs> Shit, you down this very, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it takes you out of the mechanics of the game so far, mm. just to deliver yeah. an awesome, badass scene that compels you to keep on moving forward. But it's so disjointed from the rest of the game that, um, but I think I it, just felt like it they could have incorporated into it so much. It was that enthralling that I forgot about all that. So I think when that you look back at it and, yep. and you review it, which as somebody who reviewed the game recently, should have done more. Hmm, interesting. But I was that enthralled in that moment and so captured by that moment. I'm like, I don't care what happens. Like, you can't fight an infected barehanded, let alone four or five. Um. Mm. Anyway, you run with Levin Yara. You get to a point where they're just like, Hey, you're a wolf. We're scars. We don't like each other. Fuck you. I'll look after my sister. Mm. So Lev looks after Yara. Yara got her arm all mangled. Cool. You're pretty close to the aquarium at this point. You get there. You find Owen. Owen's there with Mel. Mel is his partner. Mel is pregnant. Yeah, Mel she she was also is present. the one that yeah. Ellie killed. And she was also present at Joel's. Um, Torture yep. and execution. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Mel, Owen, uh, Manny, who we haven't mentioned. Manny is uh, one of Abby's best friends and is one of the most lovable characters in the game, even though I hated him at the start. He mm. loves anime and he likes drinking. You know who else likes anime and drinking? This guy. <laughs> that guy. So I, I, I'm a big fan of Manny. Um, 
yeah, you get there, it's all fun and games. Um, but then the next day you're like, oh, I should well, probably go save those kids, she, eh? She she sleeps with Owen. So the, the thing oh, yeah. that... That thing sex that, scene yeah. was a lot. Uh, yeah, it caught me caught me by surprise. Baby, baby, fucking definitely. It should it shouldn't do really, considering how you know sort of realistic l- this game tries to be yeah. at times. The lust of, of us. Yeah. Um, yeah, nice. I um, felt like it got across yeah. just how passionate these two people were, though. Oh, because yeah. before it was like this, the breaking of attention, it was just like just now, like just yeah. do it. Because before this, like I didn't know how to feel about Owen. Um, we mm. got a couple flashbacks of them being younger and I didn't really jive with his character. Charming. I thought he was a bit I thought he was a bit of a douche to ah, be fair. I loved him. I felt like the he OC. was kind of he was playing on like Abby's fear of heights. Mm. Um which is that we'll probably get into. Brilliantly oh, seeded, yes. yeah. And uh, what I will yeah. say about it, this the Abby Owen relationship is that um she almost like not lost Owen or she has lost Owen to an extent in her pursuit of Joel. Like, you know, Owen yep. She could, she it's, couldn't, she couldn't commit herself to a relationship with Owen, even though she clearly loves absolutely. him. Um, yeah. And Owen has now gravitated towards Mel because he can't be bothered. But you know, th- her pursuit of vengeance is con- all was all consuming, and Mel's now yeah. pregnant, and he, I she feel fe- so bad for feels Mel. like she's going to lose. Yeah, me too. She feels she's going to oh. lose him, and it goes to show that, and we see this here, and the reason she decides to go back and help Yara and Lev is because Abby is like Ellie. And Ellie is doing the same mistakes that Abby did. Is at risk of losing everything uh, in this pursuit of vengeance. And mm-hmm. even when she has these dreams, and, and it, the great thing about this game is also the fact that it really uh, post-traumatic stress is a major part of the game. And you see it in Ellie and Abby's character. Abby has these nightmares, and we see this recurring scene with Ellie and with Abby, mainly with Abby, where she goes down the the famous hall. Or the wing, sorry, of the hospital where you went to save Ellie in the first game and she stumbled across her dead surgeon father. Um, and even after she's killed Joel, she's still having nightmares. And she opens that door one time and it's her father is like, what have you done? She opens the door the next time and she sees Yara and Lev hanging there. And it's the idea that this ultimate thing that she trained for has not brought her what she wanted. You know, she wanted to... St- Later yeah. on in the game, it pays. It pays off. You know, she she sullied her soul uh, for an uncharted pun uh, to uh, you know just basically do this horrible thing. And it's such a testament to the to the writing again in this game that she's you know these two characters Yara and Lev give her the opportunity for redemption, um, and that's why she goes back there. And I yeah, I you love know what I really moment. liked about um, so you bring up Abby's Abby's father. Not I blanked on his name but in the flashbacks you know who he reminds me of yeah go on young ellie yeah he has this playfulness so to him excited. and his want to help yeah. and he's excited and yeah they save a zebra which is something i didn't expect to happen in last of us part two yeah yeah, yeah. save a zebra um yeah. he just has this, like this lust for life that young ellie had yeah. I, I found that really interesting and you feel oh. its absence when you go back to abby oh, oh 100 percent, yeah. 100 percent um, so you go back and you you save Lev and Yara. Um, I don't know. Maybe Abby was affected by um, Owen's. You know, he saved a scar. He saved an elderly scar. Mm-hmm. He understands that all scars are bad people. Mm-hmm. Um, Abby knows that Lev and Yara are, are good people. Goes back, mm. 
gets them. Cool, brings them back to the aquarium. Uh, Mel is luckily a doctor because every game needs a doctor. Yep. Um, they find out that Yara needs some meds to save her arm. No, they're going to Compart- amputate it because her arm is fucked syndrome. and it's gross yeah. and it looks yeah. like a rope. Yeah, it's Ugh. gross. So uh, Lev and Abby trek across the city using these high bridges that these scars use to get around the WLF. Now, by high, I mean like 25 stories in the sky high. Yeah. Abby has a mad cool. fear of heights. A, a, a somewhat cheap complication of her character. I, I don't think it really no, meant no, much. I, I, it, it humanised her for me in a way that, like, you know... That scene where they're going across the sky bridge or whatever is amazing. Like some of the lines, you know, some of the dialogue and the writing in this game makes you care about characters in ways you don't even think about, right? Like, like Lev knows that Abby has a fear of heights because Abby is constantly like, Lev, what are you doing? That's the worst of it, right? And then Lev's, Lev's like, don't think about it. Hey, there was a lot of tension between you and that Owen guy earlier. What's going on there? And she's, and, Lev is yeah. great. I fucking love Lev. Yeah. And then she's yeah. like, not now, Lev. Not now. And it's just these little moments. Yeah. Um, I think this is one of the moments where the gameplay and the storytelling of this game really didn't mesh as well as they could. The storytelling is a triple A plus. Amazing. The gameplay can't always keep up with that. So in the storytelling, it's saying, hey... Abby has this fear of heights, but gameplay-wise, you just walk across the bridge. Yeah, nothing happens. You, yeah, it sort of breaks that moment where she's saying, "Hey, I'm terrified." Lev, don't talk about Owen, even though he gave me a good dickin'. Don't talk about that right now. Mm. I'm focusing, mm. but you, I'm just yeah. like, oh, I'm just gonna walk across the bridge. It felt I really didn't mind. I understand totally where you're coming from. I do agree with you, but I do feel it was important to, even if it was a little cheap, um, show that Abby wasn't this all-powerful being that just yes. your favorite character. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, it shows that she has something to learn and she yeah. has something to offer Lev, but Lev also is able to help get her through I something as well. this is one of the games, like, now, I, I say that as, like, a thing that was a bit weird. I actually kind of stretch for that criticism because the storytelling in this game is that good that it makes mm. up for a lot of the sort of disillusionment between the gameplay and story. Mm. I, I forget about that really often in this game. Yeah. It's only in hindsight that I'm like, eh, that felt a bit weird. So you're crossing this bridge over towards the hospital and then, uh, you know, of course, you fall. Mm. Uh, and you have to go down through a hotel, floor by floor, a clicker-infested uh, the, hotel. I, I will say this now, and uh, I've read this a lot, and I think I I love survival horror games. I, I grew up on Resident Evil. I, I love all the remakes of Resident Evil and... This game has lots of survival horror. My man. Horror. Yeah. It has lots <laughs> just so it has, Josh got it, so happy just said. Yeah, <laughs> it has so many survival horror moments in it, which are great. And I think the hospital, this this is a problem. This is the only part of the game where I think it's a bit bloated. Uh, pardon the Last of Us pun now. But hey. it's because, it's because um, they have two quite extensive survival horror sections back to back here where you have the descent which i i think they could cut this from the game because the next bit where you go to the hospital is terrifying like you don't you don't you don't uh, and i i do this in survival horror games all the time but i get through it a bit of it and i'm like oh maybe just five minutes rest before i have to go into the next <laughs> yeah terrible let me bit. just look at the menu for a second yeah like, or in, Re- Molotovs, like, in, the- in resident evil it's just the save room music it's just i sometimes <sighs> i just i just put it on loop on youtube because it's beautiful i'll just organize it. my item box <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry just to break just to break this for a moment i remember when resident evil 3 was getting remade there was a rumor going around that um what's the guy who follows me around number three nemesis 
Nemesis could break into that room. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I, no, this game should be cancelled. That's yeah. fucked. Yeah. That Nothing is, is sacred. That, yeah. Exactly. But yeah, they didn't yeah. do that. But um, you bring up a good the, moment um, with the descent in the hotel. Yeah. There is a, to me, there was a moment where was like, oh, okay. You get a fucking flamethrower and I was yeah, all about cool. that thing. Yeah, classic. <laughs> oh, um, video games are great. But no, I, yeah. I agree. That moment, because you go through, you know, the first floor. Well, I guess the 15th floor or so. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, okay, cool. Clickers, I do this. And you also had the um, stalkers, which you can't stalkers. see with your mm. sort of sensibility. But, and you have shamblers, that, you have bloaters, yeah. blah, blah, blah. You have the whole gamut of, um, of clickers, which we haven't mentioned much, much because let's face it, they are just background noise to the storyline mm. in this game. Yeah, 100%. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I agree. After the first few floors, I'm like, okay, I, I get, I get yeah. this. and I've done this. Yeah, yeah. Like a cut I a did, few from here. I, really I did like enjoy the going the through it. Yeah, and Lev's like, I oh, see the elevator. If you made it, that's what we would have taken. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, funny. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Lev's brilliant. Lev's brilliant. Um, but then you get to the hospital, right? And the hospital Ooh. is some proper Resident Evil stuff. Like, just, mm. sorry, just before we get too much solving into the hospital, puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> at this moment, you like, so at the hospital, you um see uh, Nora. The before, second half of the game gives you context before, yeah. to what the actions you took in the first half. So in the first half, yeah. you've butchered Nora. She's yeah. the one you killed with a uh, crowbar, crowbar, I guess, yeah. while she was choking down Cordyceps um, spores. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. fucked up. And torture. it really messed um, Ellie up. You, yeah, you completely torture. You make her talk. This is context to those characters. So a lot of the characters you see in the second act, you've already killed. But you mm. see that they're human. Nora's yeah. great. Nora's fantastic. Yeah. And you see in the um, hospital, she's like, I want to help you out. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of free yeah. you here. You get you get captured by the um the wolves. It, it doesn't really matter. Mm. But yes, the hospital is pure survival horror ending with a Resident Evil boss fight. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, rat this, king. The, the rat king, yeah. Have you guys looked at the character models? Because you can oh, do the that. Model viewer? Yeah, the yeah. first thing I did when I beat the game was yeah. went in there. I'm like, I don't want to look at models. I'm like, rat king. Yeah. Oh, oh my boy! Yeah. yeah. So, so the Rat King is. So you guys don't know what a Rat King is. Apparently, when a bunch of rats live in close proximity to each other, yeah. their tails get entangled and then fused yeah. together um, to yeah. form, you know, Satan. In this game, it, it, it implied that a bunch of people were having just you know a chill hangout in an ambulance where the first um, victims in- to the Cordyceps virus uh, yeah. were brought in. And right, they, they all, explain it that this is ground zero for this the is ground entire zero. epidemic this is in Seattle. Yeah. Um, and they all fuse together in this hulking mass that looks like the ending of um, oh, Inside. If anyone's played and, Inside. Yeah, Fantastic and it's like, the, you know, it's like uh, the film, like The Thing, or, you know, it's uh, it's that it's very Lovecraftian it, horror. Yeah. Um, it's got a real Cronenbergian like, vibe of just like yeah, 100%. bits and goo. And, yeah, um, gross. I think The Thing is a really good... Uh, comparison on this one. Yeah, I love so, Actually, I, love I didn't mind going down the apartment building before this. I thought yeah. it was satisfying taking everyone out. Lev got a um, mask. He hadn't yeah. used a mask before. It was kind of Sorry, yeah, okay, can, here we can go. Can I have a quick complaint about that mask part moment? I just sure. remembered something. So, as you're going down, you, you get to a point where you need to leave Lev behind to go get him a mask and come back, give uh-huh. him a mask. Yet, if you go one floor up, there are three masks on corpses, admittedly, <gasps> but just totally. take them off. 
Yeah. Mm. No, they're broken. You got headshots, right? You yeah. played the game right. Yeah. I know um, I got headshots on every enemy. Legs, yeah, baby. <laughs> um, no, but uh, yeah, I didn't have a problem with that section. But it was here when I got to the hospital that I was actually getting kind of frustrated. Yeah. Um, where it was kind of leading me on this wild goose chase mm. where I was like, oh, you got to get this key to open up this door. You got to yeah. do this. I'm yeah. like, I don't want to do this in The Last of Us yeah. um, as much as I enjoy survival horror games. Yeah. Um, but And then you figure it out. You get the all the power hooked up. You get the right key. You go in the door. And then, and then Abby's just like, oh, I guess what I was looking for wasn't here. Oh, shucks. And I'm just <laughs> yeah. like, well, what do Dang. I do now? I was looking for a grate to climb in. I was looking for any sign of progression when you've just got to walk out of the hospital. You just got to start like Escape, coming back to the way, out, you, like, yeah, oh, I'll the way you came. Like where did I park? Like 2B, I think. I'm like, yeah. I think I left my car in 2B. I'll go down to the car park. Oh, there's an ambulance there. I'll check it out. In the ambulance and this grotesque, amalgamation of like 15 people just chilling um they're all like melted together and starts chasing mm. after you it, it goes full resident evil this thing attacks you yeah and then Beautiful. a part of it rips itself off yeah and becomes more of like a uh stalker yeah more, stalker. It, it, the, stalk, yeah. the stalker part of it <laughs> yeah. rips itself off and runs away so i was lucky when i got to that point i was over prepared yeah because i thought the hospital yeah. would actually be harder totally. than it was so i yeah. had a bunch of um with the a uh, bunch of shotgun shells, a bunch of the, like the flame shotgun shells, oh, yeah. bunch yeah. of grenades, a bunch of trip mines. So I actually beat the Rat King Hurling relatively Molotovs. easy. Yeah, but I did die twice, and oh, the death scene! I was about to say it just it's rips so you in half. It, it, it grabs both sides of your jaw and just rips your head in half. And the death the scenes is, throughout the whole game are the, the thing. Yeah, a lot. The, I've heard this described like because the checkpointing in this game is so generous and i love that yeah. because oh, yeah. Big fan. And, we, yeah. I, and i know you've talked about accessibility of the game and how it's available for everyone just to experience this story in the way they want to experience it which is great but these death scenes you know uh they i heard someone describe them as um what would have happened because the checkpoints are so generous like if you failed which you sort of just did this is what would happen to you it's not they're not like punishments like, oh, go back all the way to the start of the section. It's just like, hey, in an alternate timeline, let's just pretend that was an alternate timeline. You fucked it up. We're going to take you back like literally till the previous enemy that you've killed uh, and you can just do it properly and get on with the story because it wants you to get on with the story. such a from the Uncharted Vuvuzela playing over your yeah. <laughs> body. Oh, <laughs> you're yeah, so, into, so annoying. Um, oh, like earlier in the game when somebody comes up with like a pickaxe. Mm. Oh, when they kill you, that pickaxe is going in your forehead. And oh it's, yeah, it, it's very um Tomb Raider reboot esque mm. in its violence, which is a yeah. lot. I mean, this game is a very violent game. As we've oh, alluded to. the most so, most violent game of all time. Easy. You kill the Rat King. Um, you go along. You kill the um the stalker part of it. I just yeah. blast that motherfucker in the face with like fourteen shotgun shells. Um, and, and you get out. Cool. You've got the MacGuffin, which is the med- medical supplies. Yeah. yeah. And you go and help um, Yara. Uh, Yara. Or you go to Mel, and that Mel helps Yara. She's the doctor. Yeah. Um, Cuts her arm off. Saves her life. Yep. Yeah, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to that point, and Yara's fine. And then you find that Lev has gone back to the island w- um, in which the, the Seraphites, the Scars, inhabit to save his mum. So. In the Seraphite community, a lot of the time the parents will pay for the sins of their children and they believe that uh, Lev is a sinner and that Yara is a sinner and they may punish 
um, their mum. So they go over to this yeah. island, and this is where the game gets a little bit uncharted for my taste. It felt a little bit disjointed, this part. Um, uh, you go over there. Now, this is the same time that WLF are launching a full offensive against Seraphites to just wipe them out. It's better than they've had truces in the past and stuff like that. But Isaac is like, let's just wipe them out. Let's just be yeah. done with them. Um, and then we'll be fine. Before we get to the island, um, can we just talk about how brilliantly the story intertwines with what Tommy's doing uh, with the sniper battle? Oh my because God. Fuck, I can't so, believe I almost forgot that. That sniper yeah. battle haunts so, me. So before you go to the island, like uh, you, you are trying to get a boat to, to go get Lev, obviously, because you know, you're all trying to escape this horrible, horrible place and get out of there. But, you know, Lev, you have to go chase after him. Uh, and as you go to get a boat, there's a sniper that is just taking out the WLF. You bump into Manny again and oh. you go in against this sniper. And genuinely, whilst this was going on, I was like, who is this sniper? Until about like five minutes into it, I was like, there was that flashback where Tommy was teaching Ellie how to snipe earlier in the game. And then you're like, oh my God, it's Tommy. Like you're against Tommy in this section. And... That's Probably the most game overs I had in the oh, entire game. 100%, oh my god, 100%, that part was yeah. so hot. When um, you're fighting clickers and they're being slapped at yeah, the same time. What a totally. shot. What, yeah. what a shot he is. But then the, the, there's, a, there's even just a throwaway line in this bit because, you know, Abby's just met up with Manny again and she's like, he's like, where the fuck have you been? I, I need you. Like, this, take, this guy's taking out my whole squad. These trespassers are like, um, they're, they're destroying us. And Abby's like, what trespassers? What are you talking about? At this point fuck, in the game, I didn't click she's got that. no fucking idea that you know what's going on Keep it's chased, only when, yeah. they, when they confront tommy at this section she's she has that moment of realization like oh my god it's this guy it's really interesting how in ellie's story you think that you are the center of the universe and it's like i yeah. am chasing this person therefore they are running from me yeah but then exactly. we play that it's like yeah. i was just doing like going through admittedly a rough few days but just yeah going about my business yeah i yeah. had like so Abby's story makes you kind of hate, quote, Team Jackson. Yeah. And I never felt that until I got to the mm. side point. Now, I didn't click as early as you guys did. I didn't click until the reveal. Oh, because wow. I was that angry. Whenever I play games, I love playing as a sniper. So if I come yeah. against a sniper in a game, I am furious. And he mm. killed me twice. I'm like, I'm not putting up with that. When I was running up to the point where I thought that I'll be killing him, I had my shotgun drawn. I'm like, I'm not <laughs> pistoling this guy. I'm not stabbing yeah. him. I'm going to cut him in half with shells. I'm going to enjoy this. And then yeah. you find out that it was Tommy. You you push yeah. him into the water. Yeah, yeah. But that's the first kind of hint of, oh, I'm being hunted. Yeah. But Why again, day, they do it. Day three. They're very reserved here with Tommy. Very, like, very reserved. I didn't put I didn't put it together personally until um you actually are chasing him. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, maybe it's Jesse. I don't know. But you kind of see his hair and you're like, oh, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, Jesse did just kind of, Jesse did catch they up go to the with marina. Tommy at some point. Yeah. yeah. Also, um, just, uh, rest in peace, Manny. He got Jesse'd. Oh, my Manny God. Two, two, yeah, of the, two of the funniest characters in the game shot yeah. in the face. But that's why this not work, a coincidence. That's why this game is brilliant mm. because it's like they they've built this world, which a lot of successful fantasy and um, sort of post apocalyptic uh, fiction has done, which is the idea that no character is safe and they can be. You can die in an instant. You don't. Ha you, Joel doesn't have a hero's death in this game because guess what? Uh, this game it, it is what it is. You, you, not everyone gets a bells and whistles death. 
you know it, mm-hmm. it, it's brutal and it's violent and it's sudden and there's a couple and of it deaths. means nothing yeah it means nothing. joel's a human it, tea in this game <laughs> yeah um i can't make jokes about get, joel's death then, <laughs> that's no, too much no. but they do get the boat and then they after that and they go to the island which so, i thought was uh actually a lovely change of scenery like because as we said about before like this it's all the cityscapes that have been overtaken by nature but this is a faction that has embraced nature and gone back to basics kind of like handmaid's tale kind of sort of world where they've tried to be a bit more go back to basics or mm-hmm. you know all that sort of stuff and i find that fascinating um and i fell out of my depth like you know i'd been crawling through grass i'd been like you know navigating these urban landscapes that have been overtaken by nature but i'm like no i'm in you feel like the invader yeah like you feel like you i am not meant to be here now this brings me to probably my biggest complaint about the game i was very interested in the seraphites I don't mm-hmm. think they were explored even a fraction of much as much as they could have been. So really, now correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I missed out some letters. Maybe I missed out some scenes because mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. gloss over some, some things. Yeah, absolutely. They are inspired by a woman. Yep. Who was captured by the WLF, mm-hmm. and then escaped and killed a bunch of them. I think. I don't think she, she killed. No. Uh, no. I think uh, no I'm pretty sure that- she says that she blew up like six trucks. Well, yeah, right. she I'm pretty sure things. the whole point is that they kind of like twisted her yeah, death and used exactly. her as a martyr for their own like exactly. But it's like, what is hate. her significance? They use it see, as a message for their own she, hate. You see these paintings up and saying, like, gen- you know, all hail yeah. her mercy. It's like, is this the sister from Far Cry Five? Like, what is she? No, <sighs> this is this is what happens, and it's a great uh, allegory for like um, what religion and hearsay can do to certain people and turn them into legends or martyrs. She was probably, mm-hmm. and, and they kind of get this across in the game, she was probably just someone who was very kind and sheltered people in time of need. And when she was killed, they used her image and her, like, niceness and yeah. twist, twisted it. You know, she would never have hung people, from what we gather, she would never have hung people up and slit open their guts. Oh, that um, scene. Oh, that is totally wet. But, but it's, they've taken that image and it's, the, it's this idea that that can happen in any religion or any sort of um, extremist group. And this is obviously an extremist group at this point, but they have twisted those, those old scriptures and old memories of this woman into something of mm-hmm. war and in a time where they need it because... Once again, if there was no WLF, they might still be peaceful, but maybe the whoever's behind the scenes of this cult but, needed to twist those words to fire everyone up to fight the WLF, if you get what I mean. Yeah. So it's interesting. I found it fascinating, and I felt they gave us just enough information for us to sort of piece together uh, in our minds uh-huh. what we, we want to do with that faction, you know? So I, And I, having I Lev talk about his experience yeah. with the Seraphite religion and how... Yeah he relates to it and how it makes him feel comfortable yeah, yeah. and empowered. And um, that's actually, again, reflected in Ellie's conversations with Dina, where she talks about, um, well, you actually go into a synagogue. Yeah. I love sure that. Was- that was great. Yeah. yeah. She talks about her faith and like, I'm not a particularly religious person, but um, mm. I thought it was incredibly touching the way yeah. Dina and like Shannon Woodward actually mm-hmm. delivered the performance talking about, um, the teachings of the Torah and what it means yeah. to her and how it gives her strength. But she doesn't necessarily well, take it for wor- word for word, but it makes mm-hmm. her feel safe and it mm-hmm. makes her a better person. And that's all that yeah. matters. One of the things yeah. I've seen from a lot of few reviewers who are, are Jewish, they're saying that 
this is if perhaps the only time they've ever played in a game where a character is Jewish and they go to a synagogue and it is not directly linked to World War II. Oh, wow. Interesting. And uh, a few people are just saying like how powerful that feels. Mm. I, I, I think this game deals with the faith in a really interesting way. I think yeah. my frustration with the Seraphites, so, I mean, like you said, um, Lev, despite being completely shunned by them um, for who he is, he sees the the power in their teaching. He's like, there, there are some, mm. they teach them good shit. Yeah, but and to, it kind of plays into the whole theme of empathy, like yeah, where yeah, Lev is all, showing a lot of compassion for your enemies. And also perspective, um, because um, Abby is like, well, the WLF know this female leader that you guys have as mm-hmm. she's just, she has some like mental issues. Like mm-hmm. that, that's how they knew her. Like she was like, she just mm. left and she killed a bunch of people. She was a monster. So it's really interesting yeah. seeing what I wanted. And maybe it's because I'm so used to getting this from games. I'm getting, I'm used to getting that satisfaction in games is to find out the real story. I kind of expected yeah. as I went through what becomes a burning village as the WLF mm. attacked, I kind of expected to find out the true meaning behind the Seraphite uh, religion and Lev to be like, oh, you know, fuck them. Or yeah, <laughs> yeah, them. So, okay. You find Lev... Um, and, you, and, and Abby find Yara. Yara mm-hmm. dies a brutal death protecting you from Isaac. She gets shot far too many times. Naughty dog. Chill a little bit. Um, and yeah. you escape the island. Island starts to burn. You fight Isaac in a hand-to-hand combat, or relatively hand-to-hand combat. You slice him across the face with a... Yeah, Isaac. Yeah. It's not Isaac. It's, it's not, not Isaac. Isaac. I thought it was it's Isaac. No, it's, there's, a bit, there's a brute, if that's who you're talking about. Yeah, I thought it was Isaac. No, so what happens is uh, Isaac gets shot by Yara, actually, as she's on the Sorry, floor you're dying. right, it is just a brute. But I, what I liked is this brute, it, in, a, in a quite a, ironically, brutal fight, you mm. slash him across the face and you give him the deep scars that yeah. the Seraphites have. To an extreme extent, you basically cut his drawer off and it's just hanging yeah. and he is grotesque. Yeah. It is... It's a bit cartoony. Um, it reminds me of, like, Gus Spring. In Breaking yeah, Bad, yeah, yeah. He goes Shit, out. yeah, that's it. <laughs> spot on. Spoiler so, warning for Breaking Bad. Um, but what what, <laughs> what, I, what I will say is uh, there's a moment just before this where Yara dies and um, Lev is obviously devastated that her sister, oh, his, his sister, sorry, is 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 dead. Also, at this and point, he's just killed his mum. His mum tried to attack him. Yeah, he's and he ran, killed his ran away and she slipped and hit her head. Again, and something that happens in Breaking he, Bad. Weird. Lev says to Abby, she's like, your people killed, have done this. Your people have ruined everything. And she grabs Lev and she goes, no, you're my people. Like, this is such a powerful line. That is the moment where Abby Abby and Lev became Joel and Ellie. Yeah, exactly. It's that that moment for them. But it's also this realisation that for Abby that she's just been using the WLF as a mechanism to train, to be equipped to basically just be there in spirit and body until she yep. could kill Joel. She she doesn't care about the WLF. She doesn't care about this She's been surrounding war. herself with warriors to train. Yeah, and she now doesn't like, care she's about like, I, I've accomplished shit. my mission. I, yeah. I've been surrounded by soldiers. I've accomplished my mission. Now it's time to settle down with the people I love. It's, t- it's time to get he- my humanity back is what she's and- like. like <laughs> I, I was a nice person. <laughs> she got that a little bit yeah. too late because when she gets mm. back to the aquarium... With yeah. Lev, she finds the bodies of um, Mal and, and Owen. 
So yeah. and Alice and Alice the dog. Alice. Now oh. I wanted to have a moment for Alice the dog. Oh, Early man. on, day one day of Seattle yeah. as the, in the Abbey story, you're um, part of the WLF. You're in the stadium that they've they're set up as a town, which is fucking rad. I loved it so much. It was so cool. You get to play with Alice. Alice is a German Shepherd. Oh, you get to yeah. throw a ball around with her. But later yeah. in the game, Lev and Yara are understandably terrified of these dogs because they've been used to attack Sarah fight so many times. Mm. And you've realized that Alice is really caring. Lovely dog. And you're throwing out a ball with her and um her yeah. and Yara, and it's really nice. They're when absolute you- pr- pricks at Naughty Dog because they they set up this idea, you know, I don't want to kill a dog. I love dogs. I just got a dog recently and you know, I love her more than anything, but what I'm saying is like you, you go through the game and dogs are this new enemy in the game and you don't want to kill him, but you have but to you kind of have kill him. It's to horrible. Because you cannot get and, around them. And then when you switch to Abby, you get this relationship with a dog. And there were literally points in this game where it goes throw the ball to in the aquarium to or throw the little octopus thing. And I was like, and it makes you do it like three times. I said, like, look, it's, I get it. You want me to feel doing, really yeah. bad about the fact I just killed this dog. Stop doing it because so, it's really making me upset. <laughs> when Ellie first breaks yeah. into the aquarium, the first thing that attacks her, just protecting her master, yeah. is Alice oh, the dog. And you I love her, Alice you so much, man. And Alice, yeah. and then you learn to, oh, fuck, that hurts so much. So you get back to the aquarium, mm. you find Alice is dead, and you know, oh, something's wrong. And then you come mm. across Owen and um, Mel's, Mel's body. Oh, you man. find a map that Ellie dropped. Yeah, and Abby and Lev have this look of just like let's let's hunt the motherfucker down. So you go back to the to the theater. This is the theater where Jesse, Tommy, Dina, and Ellie are. Mm. The final day of of Ellie's story. Yeah. You walk in there, and then you know you shoot Jesse. Well, you don't shoot Jesse, but in the cutscene, no. Jesse is shot. Tommy is incapacitated, and you have a gun to Ellie. Yeah, things escalate to the point where you know Ellie runs away, and you fight in a little behind theater area, which you've walked yeah. through multiple times. In this game, this game, this part of this game has become second nature to you. You don't think anything of it, yeah. and you have this. Well, it's pump. actually your safe space. It's you your know? safe yeah. space. Yeah, exactly. yeah. It's where it it's where you can be vulnerable and you can break yeah. down and you can have difficult conversations. It feels with like there's like cheap yeah. loading spaces, like you know when you go through like a tunnel or an elevator. It feels like that sort of sort of an area like nothing could possibly happen here you have this fight and it is brutal and ellie is fucking angry and abby just wants to kill it is rage and you're playing as abby as well so this is the thing that's very conflicting about the situation is this is like the boss fight of the game akin to the david fight in last of us one and this time you're fighting against ellie and i'm not gonna lie to you i actually thought this was the weakest part of the game. I appreciate what they're trying to do. I thought the fight, I thought the fight itself was uh, actually very difficult. And but too gamified. It, it, it I, gamified, I died gamified. a lot here. Yeah, me too. In fact, oh, I died. Yeah. I reckon I died like twelve times here or something stupid. And it just didn't. It, it didn't because, mesh well with the rest yeah. of the game. And because of that, the story. Because you'd waited. Obviously, the thing with the game, the pacing, which I think is very risky. And really does pay off at the end which is they reset you back to day one in seattle you had that point of such climax where jesse's just been shot and you want to know what happens next and you battle again for another 11 12 hours you get to this point and you have to gamify this bit to the extent where i just wanted to have the resolution of this incident um but i get what i did it i do like the way that ellie uh actually crafts 
like uses the world, the game of yeah. the sort of gameplay that you've been used to, like craft all the like skills. She plays you while you're not playing. Yes, yeah. I like that. That is very clever. I just I felt it, it could have been done a bit better, or maybe just sack it off. But um, the resolution of it is incredible, and um, so you, you it, get to the point you know, where you've beaten each other to shit, and yeah. then Ab- Dina gets involved. Dina has been sleeping and sick and pregnant this whole time. She yeah. gets involved. Um, Abby incapacitates Ellie. I'm not quite sure how she break her arm. No. Yeah, breaks her arm. Breaks her arm. Okay. Um, in two, essentially. Then puts a knife to Dina's throat. Oh yeah. Ellie's and last then- words are, "She's pregnant." The same words oh. that Owen said when Ellie yeah. killed Mel, who was also pregnant. Yeah. And Abby looks up at Ellie and says, "Good." And oh my that God. fucking hits hard, yeah, and it takes a character who is sort of a step away from this whole story to be like, yo, this is fucked. Levers yeah. it and says, Abby, <laughs> yeah. stop. Yeah. yeah. Abby then turns to Ellie and says, if I see you again, I'll kill you. She breaks again. Last again chance. Another she again chance. Break, tries to break that cycle of violence. Hey, she, she saves her life later on by making this decision. Oh, it was so her. much. That good that Abby yeah. delivers is powerful yeah man laura bailey's fantastic in this game um but w- what i will say is you know this happened and i was like okay so now there's going to be an epilogue and the game's going to be over yeah. and it opens up on the farm right and i was like okay this is the end of the game they're sat on the tractor this is the end of the game because i felt that. like uh, the end of our title four yeah absolutely it's, i think it, they're it, playing with your expectations yeah, and there. they they yeah. nailed that yeah, yeah. Because we have uh, Ellie and Dina in a farmhouse in this beautiful part of the world. Oh, it looks um, I loved it. Looking after little JJ. Is little it JJ? JJ. Now, is J- yeah. JJ Joel Jr., Jesse Jr., or Jesse Joel? Jesse Joel. It's Jesse, Jesse Joel. Jesse Joel. That's a garbage. And somebody named Jesse, that's a garbage name. I think I can legally say yeah. that. I like it. Jesse Joel. Um, Middle names are garbage. What the man, how, ni- how nice was this stuff? How nice was this? This is beautiful. It, it felt very um, season two of The Walking Dead, but like the nice moments. It's just a yeah, nice uh, farmhouse top of the hill. You don't, you know, the world has burnt around them, but it's just it doesn't matter. You're that escaped that nothing matters. Yeah, but and you're it, still a bit uneasy because yeah. like Ellie, Ellie's heart isn't in it, and that's yeah. very obvious. You know, I like yeah. Ellie's she's cool haircut. Putting, she's putting a record on the player, and she's like trying to dance and have a good time. Yeah, then she kind of like sulks in the corner a bit yeah, yeah she just she there's something missing from her and it, it, it's joel the one of the biggest parts of her life is still missing so she goes outside mm. with jj and then you have to round up some sheep which took me way too long <laughs> and you go into this farmhouse and when you're trying to gather up the last lamb you knock over a shovel and suddenly you have a ptsd flashback to mm. the same sound the golf club made as it caved in joel's brain yeah yeah and you have yeah. a complete breakdown and, and you realize and that, that ellie can't escape this i thought that was going to be the end of the game that mm. you can well, never it, escape that moment it's nice that ellie and abby have this you know their stories are so well linked that they both have this issue of, of ptsd um and the the when tommy comes back and says look, look i've heard about this story about this woman and dean is like now nah, we're, we're done with that and you have that scene where Ellie's trying to sneak out at night, right? And 
Dina is there and she's like, no, don't worry about this. Just just come to bed. Like she tries to brush it off. Oh my God, that, that scene yeah. that between me. Dina and Ellie, fucking hell. I was literally, and I don't do this that often. I, I'm quite expressionate with films and TV and stuff, but with a game, it's difficult. I was literally shouting at the TV, just go to bed. Yeah. Go to yeah. bed. I, I never like, wanted to do, do not go. Stop. Yeah. Like it uh, hurt to do it. And which made, which we'll get to a moment, it made the next like two hours of gaming really hard to do. Yeah. Like yeah. this is I, wrong. I do want to touch doing. on that moment. Um, in particular, uh, the one where Tommy comes. Yeah. Because, yeah, after, after we start no, we seeing thought those, Tommy was dead. Uh, PTSD flashbacks. Yeah, we thought Tommy was dead. We saw him get yeah, yeah. shot. Um, yeah. His head got grazed. Um, I think he's lost sight in one of his eyes. Yeah. I believe. He's got a limp and he's, um, he looks like he's lost sight. He's, he's, he's fucked up. not able to he's go not hunt the guy down used to be. Abby as yeah, he wants to. Totally. He's broken. Yeah. His wife has left. His, uh, Maria, I believe his wife's name is. Yeah. He yeah. Is Maria doesn't want to be with paid, him. Yeah. He is. But this scene actually him. reflects the one that uh, Dina and Ellie have earlier in the game where they approach Tommy and Maria and they say, hey, look, I want to go on this journey. Let's get revenge for Joel. Tommy, yeah. are you in? And Tommy refuses. Oh, shit. But in, the middle of, but in the middle of the night, Tommy takes off without a word to Maria. Yeah. That's the same thing here. So it's another, it's the cycle all over again. Yeah. Tommy yeah. and Joel are the same person cycles as violence, is And that's what the cycle yeah. is. So yeah. in yeah. the that's middle exactly of the night, and th- Ellie gets... That's actually... Reflected, yeah, again, with Dina yeah. and Ellie when Ellie tries to take off in the middle of the night. Um, and Dina's like, hey, no, don't do this. It's the exact same conversation Maria and Tommy had. And, and mm. says, basically, if you come back or if you don't, I won't be here. Which I guess Maria wasn't. Yeah. When when um, Tommy no. got back. Tommy is fundamentally broken character in this game. Um, and I think he, I love it. he's a fascinating side story because you see mm. that the effects, your actions haven't only affected you as the character it has affected yeah. everyone as they had as they did in last of us part one you killed that doctor and you thought i thought nothing of it i had no reaction to killing that doctor i mean i hate oh, doctors I, I don't know <laughs> i had no reaction to it it's like oh Jesus. shit like in retrospect i'm the worst yes so you hunt down abby abby has escaped she is currently in santa barbara she wants to go to catalina island I believe that's what it's called. Where she's just found that there's fireflies. There's still oh, fireflies. Oh, it always said, there. hey, there are fireflies there. They're our, they're our people. Um, mm-hmm. And Abby wants to go there. She wants to fulfill Owen's one of his final, wi- final wish. Yeah. Fight the good fight and just be with people she knows have the same because beliefs and stands as her. Owen even says, you know, she's like, what, what happened to us? And there's a line earlier in one of the flashbacks where Owen goes, we stopped searching for the light. Like... I, I love line. that Abby uh, it, wants to find a firefly and um, Ellie's sort of motif is a moth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very intentional, oh, I'm sure. Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. This game has layers. So. Onion. It's an onion. It's an onion. Yeah. Um, in, that's in, a film reference. In trying yeah. to find. <laughs> that's the, the fan critical part. We should do a Shrek yeah. review. Yeah. You have to do a Shrek I'm review. I'm in for that. Mm. Um. So in trying to find the fireflies, um, Abby and Lev are caught by the Rattlers. The Rattlers. The Rattlers yeah. are a bunch of rednecks who um, yeah. kind of, they're the Insane faction people. of LA. Uh, they are shitty side characters from, um, what's that biker show? Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. They're just shitty Sons yeah. of Anarchy characters. Or like, yeah. They're yeah, the yeah. Breaking Bad meth dealers at the end. These guys were trash. They were just nothing. They were... 
made immediately yeah. unlikable by how rednecky they were. But they get captured. Then you play as Ellie. And mm-hmm. Ellie is there and um, you go through LA. And now the LA area is actually pretty cool because it's a lot drier, it's a lot more sunny and the yeah. houses you go through are a lot more opulent. So you go yeah, to a, rather than like, oh, here's the bathroom. It's a small sort of like two by two area. You go into the bathroom, like, yeah. oh, here's the bath area. The shower's in the next room, and the sinks in another one. This house is amazing. I was, this, this house is just looking at real estate for me, really. <laughs> um, so you get to this area. It, it's kind of meaningless. I found this area a little bit, uh, a bit of a trudge to get through because at this moment I didn't want to play as Ellie again. I, I felt sick towards her. I, I really liked how Abby had moved on and Ellie's decision towards Dina just didn't sit with me. Mm. So I was feeling uncomfortable with remember, like, I need to see but, this but out. What I, what I did like here is the fact that I knew that Abby would need Ellie. Like, so I was hoping that we were building towards this crescendo of forgiveness. Uh, Reconciliation. Did, yeah, because Abby needed, like, we see Abby get, like, essentially, when we leave her and Lev we know that they've been in prison for like two months here. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And God knows what's the, the, the connotations I was getting when they were captured is they were being raped and there's stuff that's going on here. Yeah. That is disgusting. Um, so for me, I was like, Oh no, please don't do this to Abby and not Lev. You know what I mean? I was like, this is horrible. And um, so I was like, Ellie, just let's save her. Let's save her. Let's yeah. save her from from this horrible yeah. life. So I was and like I, yeah, I was. I, and by the way, there's so much ammo in this section that I was just well, that, unleashing. Yeah, I was going. That's something mental. I loved was that yeah. they um like I mentioned before when you switch to Abby and you're given lots of supplies and everything's great. Um, like just like with Abby, how like when you are still with the WLF, mm. you'll be mowing down enemies and then like, yeah. oh, I'm out of ammo. And then like your homeboys from the WLF base just roll on in and they take everyone yeah. out for you and everyone's yeah. high-fiving That's and giving each other hugs. That was great. It's an awesome bro moment. You have that kind of thing here when you're Ellie and you're tracking down Abby and you don't know where she is, but you think she's been captured and you find like an SMG. So yeah. I fucked and you, up. And you just start mowing SMG. down fools. Oh yeah, Silas SMG. And I just like, it's it's a reward yeah. that feels tangible in this yeah. world. It's like, you've suffered oh. enough. We get that you want to get to the resolution of the story. Go have some fun with it and absolutely take... There's like, honestly, like 50 enemies in that last section. And, and I, there's so many different routes you can go yeah. down and you can ignore them yeah. all completely. Like I yeah. just ran at one point. I was yeah. like, oh, I'm sick of killing people now. I want to yeah. get on with the story. I ran fucked the area. up so awesome. badly in that last area. Yeah. Okay, so they give the science SMG. I'm like... Um, yeah, I'm going to use it. I really didn't like the Rattlers. They really pissed me off. So when that, I see them, I'm like, hey man. I'm going to mow you down. So when I got to that last area, there's the last area. It's like the side of a hotel where um, uh, Abby and Lev are being, ca- uh, being held, Captured, you believe. Yeah. I got there with three bullets. Nice. So I use had to go it. through that area very very slowly it took me at least 45 minutes to get through that oh one area because i'm like God. i refuse to die to rattlers i refuse yeah. and then i'm like yeah they, they um in a, in a part that i wish was explained a little bit more and maybe utilized a bit more they would chain up clickers and infected as yeah. a form of security so i'm like oh yeah. i know what i'll do I'll shoot the chain that's holding the clickers and they'll attack. Yeah, 100%. They'll, they'll go attack them. This would be great. No, they attacked me. 
and I used more ammo on them. I got through the yeah. last area with bricks and bottles alone, just oh, throwing God. them at motherfuckers it's and stabbing so good. them. And it was so you, frustrating. Yeah. But yeah, because you get to do that awesome follow-up attack, which is yeah. like my main oh, him, strategy the, in the Last of Us One, the ab- where yeah. you just throw a brick yeah. or a bottle, uh, follow it up with a yeah with a shield yeah. to the neck. Like batten or anything. Bit of a twist at the yeah, end. Awesome oh, loved it. But you get to nice, the end, so you get to that area and you find the prison cells where all the uh, prisoners, obviously, are being held. And they say, you know, where's Abby? Where's Le? Blah, blah, blah. They said they've escaped. They're being hung up, I guess. Um, and you basically, you trigger a revolution. It's very much, it reminded me of that it's scene awesome. in... Um, you like hand him a whole bunch of weapons and you're just like, yeah, like yeah. Yeah. go out there and cause some trouble, cover they, our escape. Um, they just like liberate this like mining facility and all the droids and they just leave. It's like, oh, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Cool. So you go out to the shore and at this moment, like before this, it was sunny, but you get to the shore and it is fog and it is yeah. just, oh, it's just, heavy. the whole game kind storm of feels heavy. Storm is brewing. There's a storm brewing. And you find Abby and Lev are being strung up on these poles, being basically crucified mm-hmm. out on the shore. There's I actually walked past them so yeah. many times. I, went I to tried to walk up a little Abby. ledge. Yeah. And like Ellie at this point had been impaled on a... Yeah. On a she, she, she's very hurt at this point. Um, yeah. And then... It was actually when she got tied up on the tree. She got impaled by a tree earlier branch, on the rattlers. Which is the rattlers gnarly. almost caught, caught yeah. her. Um, she um, but there's just yeah, there's awful. a little like there's a little step up on the beach where you go to take a step up, and she just raises her leg a little bit, and her foot slips and kicks up the sand, and she just falls over this tiny little wall that's probably like knee high, and yeah. like my heart was just like oh shit. Hey, yeah, you yeah. know, but then you're I kept at on the sh- end. But then I kept on trying to walk up that cliff and I'm like, oh, wait, no, I'm not, I'm not supposed to walk up there. I walked around yeah. for like a couple of minutes. I'm like, oh, shit. That's yeah. Abby strung up. This felt like, yeah. um, just uh, spoiler warnings for Red Dead 2. You know, when you're playing towards the end of Red Dead and you know you're done. You know the game's not yeah. finished, but you know that you are done kind of thing. Mm. Like your yeah. character's over. There's got to be more of this game, but your character's done. That's what I felt like. I, I genuinely thought Ellie would die in this beach, but she's she's she doesn't die. She cuts down. Mm. Now, remember, cuts down. She has a knife at this point. She cuts down Abby and she cuts down Lev and you just all look at each other and it's like, this is a lot. This is too much. We've been, they've been strung up for who knows how long. You've been impaled with a branch. You walk to, and Abby's, Abby's just like, like lost all of her, like, Body weight, yeah, she, yeah. she is just She's wasted weak, away. Um, Lev's yeah. borderline dead at this point. Yeah, and Abby just looks at you and she's like, she doesn't even ask like, well, how did you find me? Why have you found me? She's like, I know where boats are. And you go out and you walk through some water, and there are two boats there. And this boat has been buried, burned into my brain because this is the boat, same boat that you see in the opening the menu screen, screen the yeah. start screen. This boat is there. And you go to the boat and you yep. put your hands there and you're about to go on your separate ways. And then you have another flashback of Joel and Ellie decides, I cannot forgive what Abby has done. It doesn't, doesn't matter how far we've gone. And I think Ellie's mm. like, I'm going to die here. We're bo- but we're both going to die here. I would, I mm. will avenge well, Joel. Th- this is the moment End that Ellie, line. Ellie becomes the villain in a way. Because, Ellie becomes a uh, fucking she, monster. She does something that's disgusting and she puts the knife to Lev's throat. And this is actively something that I'm sure they want you to feel as uh, the player, uh, which is the idea of they want you to inhabit these characters. And this is why I think it's better as a game than it could be as a TV show. But hey, HBO proved me wrong. I'm happy to be proven <laughs> wrong. 
uh, especially as we're podcasting on it. But uh, what, you know, I was actively like, I don't want to do this. And then every time there was an option when this fight is happening to press square, I was like not pressing square because yeah. I was just like, I I, I want to see if this is an cho- option. And you do have to do it all. Um, but they don't want you to do it. Like, you know, anyone who's played as these two characters just wants them to go their separate ways. I don't want either of them to die. I'm not on anyone's side at this point. Um, I'm just like, let's just let it You're watching a story at this point. You're watching other stories. But I also knew how vicious these characters were and they've been pushed to their limits where like, I was trying to survive. I don't know about you guys, but I was, it's not that I was struggling to press the square button and attack. Um, It was kind of like, I was like, if I don't do this, I'm dead. Like, this is self-preservation. Yeah. This is survival. I've yeah. ever felt so disconnected personally from characters because I'm like, I am watching their characters, but I've also never mm. cared as much about characters. Like, these are separate people mm. from me, but I care about them so much and I want them to be okay. And the whole kind of flinching before pressing squares, the squares used um, a lot in sort of um, quick time event scenes to do... Mm-hmm punishing blows i guess um when you kill Nora early in this game it is oh, really yeah. pushed upon you it's like hey every blow you do in the scene is, is gonna hurt you but i hated yeah. Nora at that at that point i hated her she had mocked joel and i'm like joel's my dude uh, by this point i didn't want to press square i think i died a few i died maybe three four times here because i just couldn't do it mm. i just really couldn't do it i was numb uh, this game mm. broke me at this i was beyond broken at this point um, yeah. it pushed me further than most games have. I wanted to put the controller down and stop, but I also needed to know what happened. It uh, hurt. And yeah, the whole thing with Ellie putting a, a knife to Lev's throat, a- Abby doesn't want to fight at this point. She's like, we are no. done. This cycle is broken. We need to stop. But, but also like Abby's beaten her so many times. <laughs> but also yeah. one of the things like, like Abby's like, I got my revenge. I got what I needed. I killed Joel. I'm done. But I guess... It, it's very much a story about two women on similar paths, just at different junctures in that uh, yeah. in their story, where Ali's like, "I haven't got what I need here." Well, what she thinks she everything. needs, here. and she's lost. She's jeopardized everything to so, pursue it, which makes her decision when you are at that point of about to kill Abby. And I was like, "If this game kills Abby, then I don't. I'm buy it. Like I, I wouldn't buy it. Like the thing is, just because." Ellie is such a she's she's a great character like like all these characters are um they have the capacity for extreme evil and extreme good and we've seen that in several instances and that's why it's so amazing the way they structured this story but the moment she sort of lets go of Abby and Joel at the same time uh for me was just like thank you thank you Neil Druckmann thank you Naughty Dog for just letting this moment go and let them go on their way and let Ellie just return. And I was like, oh, there is some good still in the world. It was here that I was kind of like, yes, Ellie, like let go of the hatred that these like old white men who are going to die awful, lonely, miserable deaths. Let go of it. Like just you can be above that. Yeah. And ultimately she does choose that. Just as Abby Honestly thought at the end. So at the end, um, Abby bites off two of Ellie's fingers, which is come comes back in a moment and we'll get to that because i bawled my eyes at this moment i thought when um ellie just sits there in the water and just like just just go i think maybe maybe she sees a little bit of joel and ellie joel and herself i guess in um, in in abby and lev i i don't know but 
she's like, I'm, I'm done. I cannot go further. I have lost so much and I cannot keep losing here. Yeah. I thought she was going to collapse from her injuries in the water and just drown and just Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and, you know, obviously Abby goes off here or whatever. and She goes off too. So the- she, the whole reason she was in um, Santa Barbara is to go to Catalina Island, like Owen said. So, yeah, yep. she was in the boat over to the island to find the fireflies and, and maybe yep. some, something else. Um, and I thought Ellie would die. But, hey, happy ending. Ellie survives yeah. and she goes no back to the house that Dina has left. And JJ, mm-hmm. little baby JJ has left. And she goes through. Yeah. The house is empty. And she sits down with the guitar that Joel gave her. It's one of the few things that's left mm-hmm. behind. Now, music well, yeah, has played she, a... She's also... This is like her office. Her I mean, office. Her yeah, art is there. Her drawings, her paintings. Are, she's surrounded she, all by she's all she's painted really is yeah. um, Dina and JJ, which is quite strange because in her journal that you read throughout the game is you keep seeing Joel and his eyes are crossed out because she could not oh, draw eyes. Up. She can't... Uh, if she can't draw eyes, I just don't want to see them anymore. Yeah, it's weird, but it's Gross. good. Yeah. Eyes are hard, to be um, fair. But she sits down with this guitar. Music has played such a pivotal role in this game, um, from playing uh, Take On Me to, to Dina to, to Joel playing um, Future Days to Ellie. Yeah. I mean, Joel always told Ellie that he would teach her to play guitar one day. So it, it mm-hmm. has been a thing that has gone through both games. And she sits down and you go to play Future Days and you as a player get to strum along um, using the mm-hmm. touchpad. And you try to play it, but she's missing two fingers and she can't yeah. play it anymore. And there are just yeah. notes missing. And it's just the symbology of the notes missing. She can't play her song. She can't live her life. Like, because there are fundamental parts missing. And whether they're the parts that were taken away from her, like Joel, or the parts that she walked away from, like Dina and JJ and Jesse, I guess, mm. that fucking killed me that is one of the most emotional yeah. responses i've ever had to a game that yeah. hurts to even talk yeah. about right now it was really painful i did my personal reading because I, I don't think your reading's wrong but my mine was more so that uh she'd kind of like abby had made that decision for her you know this was something that abby had taken away from her Ooh. uh like she had the chance to take abby's life she she saw joel though and she was able to forgive him in that moment um and as a result, she was able to let go of Joel's hate and kind of like the path that he set her down, um, that that Joel set Ellie down. Um, mm. But then Abby forcefully, like, you know, takes these fingers, takes something that's, she takes Ellie's passion, you know, something that mm. was so personal to Ellie. That was something that she'd do on, you know, rainy days when she couldn't go out, um, you know, when Dina wasn't around, when there was no one else to hang out with, whatever. She stole such a important integral part of ellie's character um and she'll never be the same yeah but now she's forced mm. to be a different person and leave joel behind and leave yeah well, it's almost like she behind. finally killed joel because her last connection to joel was that song that he wrote and that was yes. almost like joel's true death yeah yeah he didn't write oh um, my god i'm <laughs> so sad but- <laughs> right now now but- um, no, but when she loses those fingers and she and she can't play the song, I and obviously it cuts to a flashback uh, and one of the most emotional moments in the um, oh, game, which is which is where you you have Joel drinking coffee on the porch and well, so the just, last pre- just before so the, that, the, sorry, the, 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 Dina yeah, sorry. and um, Ellie they hook up at the dance and there's a homophobic prick at Jackson. 
And Joel steps in. Joel's been a side character to Ellie's story at this point. He's just been in the distance. And Joel comes yeah. in and defends her and says, tells this guy to yeah. rightfully get fucked. And, and what's interesting about that is that is we take it to believe that that moment where Ellie found out about the Firefly incident and the fact that he lied to her all these years, uh, she said, stay the fuck away from me. I don't want anything to fucking do with you. Um, and this moment at the dance, this is actually two years that has, that has been, or, or a year, I can't remember which one. And the interpretation I got, and I think has been confirmed in interviews and stuff, is that that is the first time that Joel, this is the first time that Joel and Ellie have properly talked spoken, since yeah. that event. Yeah, honestly, that so, was the first proper, like, not just pa- in passing, like, Joel being no, like, and this you is could your almost, route. You could this see is the yeah. first interaction they yeah. have. Joel's yeah. eyes light up and he's like, I know this conversation won't be good, but I get to speak to her. There was yeah. so much love and, and just loss. Like yeah. he realized it was like, an incredible he, moment of acting. It was yeah. so fucking uh, uh, Troy Baker. The everyone just gave a little clap for everyone. Holy shit! Troy, <laughs> Troy Baker's voice breaking after Ellie says, um, "You know, I don't know if I can forgive you, but, but I yeah. I'd like to try." And he says, "I'd like that," and his voice breaks. Oh fuck! Uh, that that, from, that that semblance that they're on the road to recovery, and that's kind of what makes the story more tragic for Ellie is the fact that they she had finally come to grips with the idea of forgiving Joel, and to have that opportunity uh, for reconciliation robbed from her by Abby and 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 she, it's group. almost like she found a new purpose. Like she was okay. Yeah. Like, Joel ripped this yeah. and like, her it's purpose. Like, he ripped yeah. all meaning from her life, but she'd found yeah. it again in this community. Yeah, um, 100%. I, j- just before we move on, I thought um, something I noticed, I haven't seen many people talking about it online, was the little detail mm. that the coffee mug that Joel's drinking oh, yeah, from. yeah, the owl. With the owl. And that's the very first image in the journal oh, at the beginning. My heart. Yeah. hurts. I was yeah, like, that, oh, that, man. That got, that After got Joel dies and you yeah. go back to his house and you find a photo of him and Sarah, his, his daughter... Oh yeah, yeah. fuck! So- I am soccer. so yeah. sad right now. Um, yeah. I think it's, sad, it's, it's sad, really interesting. But- like that scene, really, like a lot of scenes in this game, it makes you look at past scenes very differently. So it's like, oh yeah, it's, you try to justify Ellie's rage because she knows that Joel's fucked up. So at first, it's like, well, isn't him dying almost justice? Like, don't you understand that? But then it's almost it's almost like a selfish point of view. It's like. She, Abby took away Ellie's chance to grow and mm. change and 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 forgive, which is something that yeah. Ellie hasn't really done before. Maybe mm. uh, there's there's so many layers to it, but Ellie yeah. is so I mean, fucking fucked at the end and broken. I know, I know, but my interpretation from that is because she tries to play the song and then she has that flashback to Joel where she never thought in a million years she would forgive this man but she's willing to try and my interpretation of that is she puts the guitar down leaves joel behind puts his memory to rest obviously still cares about him but then goes off to find dina and jj in the hope that like she did they will also give her the chance for reconciliation because she sees that is a possibility yeah that for me is where I i hope what she you know she saw that moment of empathy that she had for joel and this theme of empathy that we've discussed and the fact that it's not hatred, it's empathy, like it's this idea of forgiveness. And it's also something um, she learned from Abby. Yeah, 100%. And she sees that and she, she she's going to go try and find them and, 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 and make everything right. Can I bring and that up- for me is, is a hopeful take. I mean, it could be much darker, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but uh, I hope that's what 
the ending is anyway. So bring up something that may reframe the ending. Now, in doing a lot of research for the spoiler cast, I uh, found a Reddit comment that has sort of blown my mind a little bit. I'm not quite sure if I believe it, but shit, this is a very interesting way to look at things. Now, this is from a Reddit user, Ray Kincaid. I'm going to read the whole thing. This is regarding um, Ellie going back to the empty house then. says... Crazy thing is, I truly believe Ellie did have a happy ending. We just missed the clues. Another YouTuber commented on the letter you find at the farm when you're with Dina and the baby. It's from the baby's father's mum, saying that we will always have a place in Jackson if you choose to come home. Also, if you notice, when Ellie leaves to fight Abby at the end, she's not wearing the bracelet Dina gave her. But when she returns, the camera zooms in on her hand and we're forced, sorry, we're focused on the fingers missing. But look past the fact that she's now wearing that bracelet. Possibly meaning she's already been to Jackson and is now living with Dina. She just went back Mm. to the farm for the guitar, but decided to leave it. That represents her finally Mm. being able to accept Joel's death and the end of the cycle of her revenge. Here's some more things to back this claim. When she comes back to the farm, she's not hurt. She she got a major, major wound Mm -hmm. um, back in Santa Barbara. Um, And she's not wearing any of her weapons. And when she gets to the house, she doesn't seem surprised that everyone's gone and she doesn't call out Dina's name. I think people were so mm. caught up in revenge, they missed all of the details. Yeah, that's a good point. I like that. Uh, um, yeah. And once again, essentially the hopeful take that I wanted, but just that she's already done it. Um, you know, Last of Us Part 3, I'm sure there yeah. will be well, one. Okay, that kind of like wraps, <laughs> I, I wraps it up I did see that theory. I did see that theory online earlier. And I, I am with it for a large part of it, but I, I think kind of similar to what Len and I were saying before, I think maybe she only put the bracelet back on to return to the house. Same here. Because like, mm. she, she didn't want to associate amends. herself. Yeah. She didn't want to associate she herself didn't want to sully with that the monster area. she'd be. Yep. I agree. Yeah. She didn't yeah. want to associate herself with the awful thing she was doing mm. to Abby on that beach. Um, that, w- mm. that wasn't her kind of thing. Um, and she wants to shed that persona that... As far yeah. as we know, I mean, odds are she killed a trillion people to get back home. But yeah. I almost want to think that she's done. She realizes that, but like... So when Joel kills that doctor, it is just... He wouldn't really think twice about that. He's killed a bunch of people, as most Naughty Dog games do. Let's face it, you kill trillions of people in these games. But you kill this doctor and you don't think about it. But in playing part two, I think about every single person I've killed in that game. It's like, well, what's their story? And you kind of get that a little bit with like um, characters HBO calling out series, each other, man. and yeah. That, I, I like I said, I I would like a story about the um this group of fireflies before this all happened. Mm. One of those things where mm. it's like I know where this goes, break my heart even more. Um, just to wrap, start to wrap up. So, uh, oh, something that I really liked when you finish the game, the menu screen changes. At first, it was that boat yeah. in grey water, but at the end, that boat is washed up on a sandy shore. The sun's out. And you see the yep. Catalina Casino in the distance, implying yep. that, uh, that Lev and Abby made it. made it. Now, that kind of yep. leads me into a final part. Actually, sorry, just before I get to that, um, what were your thoughts on this game got review bombed because a lot of mm-hmm. people were unhappy that Joel was murdered and that you played as a woman yeah. and that Ellie was so gay and all sorts. If you're review bombing, Get a different hobby. Play, I don't know, learn to knit or stitch or something. I don't know. Do something else with your time. Um, yeah. And that goes 
infinitely times more for people sending death threats, especially to Laura Bailey, because of what mm-hmm. they see her character did to, to Joel. If you're doing that, just stop and genuinely speak to someone because I've read some of the threats she got for her incredible, incredible performance as Abby. Yeah. Um, if you cannot perceive past a, a, an act of violence in the game to see how complex the story is, I don't think the story's for you. Um, I think it's a bit above your uh, capacity and you need to just... You, need help i think yeah Fuck. i think if you're really upset over that one event um yeah the story's gonna go over your head they yeah. wanted you to feel that way of course they wanted to they don't naughty yeah. dog knows you know how close you hold jolt to your heart um they did it on purpose to get these emotions out of you yeah because that's what this so that is when about. you hate yeah. at me as much instead as you want that's fine instead of when you play as ellie different person do you want to do it mm-hmm. yeah it's it's uh i i found the review bombing um very interesting, but I'm not shocked about it at all because it happens all the time now. Um, it happens uh, with films and TV constantly. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm not saying that uh, reviews are always correct, but like if you look at the critical response, it's uh, overwhelmingly positive. There's only a couple of more tempered reviews that I've read. I think other than that, everyone's called it a masterpiece. So I second that. Um, the hate stuff is mental. Like it's too the much. hate stuff and the... Uh, and the review bombing. I'm just like, what do you people have to do? Like, and I get the undertones of bigotry that are behind it because obviously uh, you play as Ellie, who is an openly gay character in the game. And that is, um, if you go deep into the comments, which I have done, um, you'll see that a lot of it is to do with that. And I find that just in this day and age, shocking. Like, because I thought the gaming community was pretty good i I think most of them are there's just a very loud minority and it's quite funny because you start to dive into it so they'll be like oh i didn't like the story structure okay fair criticism what didn't you like about it and you ask a few more questions like oh because she was gay (laughs) like yeah there's a lot of surface level things that hey there is some genuine comments to be made about the story structure the way naughty dog deals with violence in this game Mm -hmm. um the manipulation they they Mm -hmm. um pull with the playing between Ellie and Abby, all valid yeah. criticisms, but a lot of that is being buried, unfortunately, because I think it's a lot yeah. of valid um, conversation we had there. A lot of it is buried in people just being outward, outwardly xenophobic. And it, totally. the, it's, it's like I said, if you, th- if you feel the re- need to review bomb, stop. If you feel mm-hmm. some sort of need to send death threats to uh, Laura Bailey or Ashley Johnson, Troy Baker or Neil Druck, anyone involved with Naughty Dog or the creation of this game, mm. stop and seek help because that yeah, is yeah. not good it's at one all. Of those things where in, in the years to come, I'm looking forward to hearing critiques of the game. Um, yeah. Like more distance from all this yeah. stuff. Where, yeah, we can discuss the discourse uh, is lost in all this. Completely, yeah, we, we can we can discuss a lot of the illusions and the mechanics and stuff without, you know, it devolving into just yeah, just a great. Okay. I think it's almost time to wrap up. I'm going to ask you guys three questions. Yeah, should there be DLC? Uh well, I'm going to say this right now, um, and I was devastated that there's no multiplayer Um, the multiplayer in last of us no there is it will come i think but the last of us um part one had the best multiplayer of all time and anyone who is 
Oh my god, I have sunk. Pretty great. All right, I've spent I've sunk, way too much time getting trophies I've got about, in that. Yeah, I've got about 400 hours clocked on that Last of Us multiplayer. Okay. Me and my friends played it. The mechanics are excellent, uh, and the, the gameplay in the actual main story works so much better as a multiplayer uh, game. Uh, where you're crafting on the move and trying to... It's like team deathmatch, but with crafting. Dude, the framing um, device where, like, the op- the opposing team... You, like, pick your side, whether yeah. you're a firefly or the militia or a hunter, members. And you're trying to get supplies for your and there's a whole metagame, yeah, so where, like, yeah. depending have, like, on how you a, go a in each match... or something like that? Was it unlocking a no, safe well, at the end? That, that, was a mo- that was a mode. That okay, was a yeah. mode that was added in a DLC, but the predominant mode is just a clan and you play, mat- like, you have to survive a number of weeks and to survive, you have to get enough supplies and to get supplies, you have to kill opponent teammates and grab the supplies from their dead corpses in each game. Maybe and if you get supplies, you're... Yeah, your clan grows and then you survive the 12 weeks and it goes, well done, you survived the 12 weeks. Now try and do it better. And, Interesting. you know, it's... It's amazing. And the, the thing that I was major disappointed with, and I'm not now because I understand how much effort's gone into the main story, but the multiplayer that isn't here and it added such a longevity to the game that I didn't think possible. Now, what has happened is they've said that they actually were working on factions, but because it was getting to a point where it was so big, it seems that they're going to actually release their own game, uh, which I don't even think will be DLC. I think it will be a, rumors are it's going to be a game called last of us factions yep uh, and it will be out next year and you know i'll be delighted if that's the case but uh, on PS5. I'm, I'm, oh my god <laughs> i'm just gut, i'm just gutted that uh there is no dlc i, I don't think I there don't, will be DLC. i don't mind it because i think this is a story that people need to focus on and i know a lot of people will dive into a game yeah. play it half how many people would have jumped off into multiplayer when they started playing with abby Oh, I think yeah. a lot of people Man. would, and they would have missed out on some yeah. genuinely amazing storytelling. Man. So, and if any, if anyone still has the Last of Us Four remastered on PS4, and you want to experience some, I mean, it'll be hard now because the people on there will be very good. But man, just do it. It's really I got good. into it about a year ago. Um, yeah, to mop up the platinum for the Last of Us. Yeah, and, um, of course, forty hours. You have to get forty hours. You have to clock. I think it is to oh, get that in the. Yeah. Lauren hated me <laughs> playing that. Didn't you, Lauren? <laughs> no, I was just like playing it for days right. straight, just grinding out these trophies. Yeah. Let's lock it in. Next year, whenever Last of Us Factions come out, we're streaming that. That business. 100%. Done and done. And yeah. I, I do want to say- way better than I was, it has any right to be. I was very deadly with the bow and arrow. Like, I oh, was I deadly. So. Oh my God, how good was the crossbow in this game? Oh, yeah, I loved I it. Um, next question. Oh, sorry. Um, Josh, DLC? Yeah or nay? Um. I- I don't want DLC. I don't see I think there being it can DLC. Be, I could see a standalone Lost Legacy Ooh. style like, thing uh, a couple so years as, down as the line lock, just to wrap lost, up. Lost Legacy length alive. or Left Behind length? Uh, lost Legacy. Okay. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I, I could see something like that happening and you play it as Tommy. I don't, I don't yeah. need it, but cool. Yeah. How about a sequel? Uh, well, I, I really love where this leaves off. I said that about yeah. Last of Us 1. <laughs> Yeah, I think we've all said the same thing. Like when Last of Us 1 finished, it had arguably the most perfect thought-provoking ending that I could think of. And then I was like, and I'm sure everyone was the same. I know everyone pretty much was the same. Like, oh, we don't really need a number two. But now they've done number two. Last of Us 2 surpasses the first game in every single facet in Mm. terms of gameplay, in terms of character development, in terms of story development, in terms of animation, in terms of everything. Even the ending, I think, is arguably better. And for me, I have full confidence 
that if they were to make a part three, which I'm pretty confident they will, because I, I do feel such a cash cow, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I mean the so the, the Sony will be putting the pressure on that Naughty Dog. I, I do feel like. Uh, they're going to do a part three and I'm not going to say this time they shouldn't do it. I'm just going to say, you know what? You guys have earned the right to do it. And yeah. it could be, it could be like a Godfather part three situation where um, <laughs> you, you just only count the first two films. Uh, and that's fine for me. Like if the third one doesn't work, it doesn't work. But I think we will see a resolution to Ellie's story. And okay. I do think, I do think that there's more to this character yeah. uh, to, to see especially the way we leave her here I, and with the immunity as well like i do think that's still at play and i would like to see yeah. at no point did abby I be like hey yeah. you're still immune we can still nah. do that shit. and that's great that's great isn't it isn't that great <laughs> that the story was so confident to yeah sort of, it, it, it felt kind of like her, her it was that blinded by the characters were that blinded by rage yeah. they almost like they looked at the cure and said no yeah, um, no, I love it. I love it. Uh, I like um, that. Yeah. But yes, yes totally. to a part three. Yes to it. I, don't, I, I have no doubts that if they do it, um, it's going to be done well. It's going to be done correctly. And it's going to blow any expectations I have out of the water. Um, I didn't want Last of Us 2. They said for years they weren't going to do it. They did it. And they did it right. That's the thing. Like, I didn't need this game. But when they did it, I'm like, oh, hmm. okay, you did that well. So I don't need a sequel. But however they choose to do it, I have full faith that they'll do it well. I would love to see an older Ellie be put in the same situation as 100%. Joel. Yeah, hundred percent. I think a time jump. Imagine of like Jay, like 40, somehow JJ honestly, t- is is immune. Yeah, yeah. Would she make the decision? A, a time, no. While oh Dean is alive. No. A time jump of like thirty years could be really good for the franchise, actually. Um, and. Yeah, I'm just interested to see if they can take this character any further. And I'm sure they will only do it if they have the correct story. And that is what they said about this one. It took them a while to find the right story. They nailed it. And it's it, for me, this is the greatest story-driven game of all time. Um, and I can't see anyone topping this or coming close to this anytime soon unless it's Naughty Dog doing it themselves. As you know, more- God of War is God of War is obviously from last year is very close. Like, but they copied the Last of Us model. You know, they had this, you know, father, father son child dynamic. kind of situation. Uh, yeah, and dynamic. and they relied on narrative uh, communication through the story, just like Last of Us does. They literally copied the style. But then Naughty Dog have come back and gone, hey, you know, that was good. Uh, we've absolutely smashed it again. So, Could you um, imagine yeah. God of War 2 that takes this, like, the improvements The Last of Us Part 2 made over the original? Yeah. Like, could you imagine yeah, that step Can you imagine, God like, God of War, War Part 2 halfway through, you start playing a Thor? They'd make the combat oh good. God. <laughs> oh, cop. <Odin>. Yeah. <gasps> oh, shit. There's going to be a fight. Uh, uh, okay, last question. And I think we've kind of got um, Lone Vancey here. Is yeah. Last of Us Part Two better than Part One? Absolutely. Yeah. I think Lens Hands down. The Hands down. Lo- the it's, more it's not- time that passes, the more I'm agreeing because yeah. this game has been boiling around my head um, in a way that Last of Us One didn't. Last of Us One mm. ask a few questions at the end, and you can safely assume a lot of answers. This yeah. one, I am just looking at things over and over again from different perspectives. What did this mean? It, mm-hmm. it masterful in every way. And as much as I, as much as playing the game hurt and it's a slog to play at times, when yeah. I've gone back just to um, try it a few different areas again, 
I want to play the whole thing again just to yeah, experience. Yeah. You know, you well, want to experience a heart. It's like listening to a sad song that you really like. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. you're gonna have an emotional reaction to it. You know it hurts, but you just it's like a want that. You want that experience again. Yeah. It's. Yeah. I'm not gonna say I'm it's sure. the best game I've ever played. I will say that it is the best experience I've ever had with a game because it's, it ran the gamut of emotions. I've had. Yeah. It's the best I'm, experience I've had. Yeah. I'm sure Len would agree with me. Like, but it's just like any good film um mm. kind of has multiple readings. There's no one way to interpret oh, the yeah. story. There's no way one way to interpret character dynamics. Um and mm. I thought I think it's a massive step up for writing in video games. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. I can't Acting. wait to see what follows. The, oh, totally. There's no way that this is what I mean about the HBO show that, that we're gonna cover. It's like I'm nervous because it's Neil Druckmann is involved, so I know that he's got a handle on it, right? Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, like I said, you need to play these games, even though the gameplay is secondary to the story. Yeah. You're still, you're still made to feel like you're. It's you doing these things to these people. It's you torturing There's these some people. Ownership, it's, yeah, yes, totally. yeah, and that and that puts you in a position that sometimes films as a voyeur, you don't just get because you're not inside that with that character for 25 30 hours yeah you know um so it'll be fascinating to see if that show can be anything but like totally but this like is, this is a game is just it's it's just made me feel things that i didn't I think feel a like game could make me feel as a game as well it's it's made me a better person you know <laughs> yeah yeah playing yeah. into that I whole feel- like multiple readings yeah. and stuff it's i feel like yeah anybody can benefit from playing this game and kind of 100%. have a greater understanding of the world and each other and empathy, especially. Yeah. And that's incredibly yeah. powerful this to game me, especially te- today. This game you know? the power of yeah. knowing yeah. when to stop. Yeah. When oh, you're mate, in a cycle of damage. We should all damage, forgive people. You we should all forgive stop. people. Yeah. 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 I think Makes you hope a, for a better world. I think that's a good place to end it. So let's, start, let's wrap it up there. 100%. This episode, when I first like came up with the idea... I'm like, and I was laying out the format. I'm like, oh, this will go for like an hour or so. Um, Keelan, while you're editing this, sorry, Chief, you got some work behind you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Right, so, Len, if the people want to hear more of your thoughts on films yeah. and movies and such, where can they find you? Yeah, so we're all part of the same podcast network. Yeah. Uh, if you go on any podcast app and you just search for fan critical, uh, that's you know fan critical two words uh you'll we'll come up we'll come up we're there we're little pixelated characters and um yeah we've got several podcasts but if you just go to that fan critical channel everything we do gets posted on there we uh review so many films obviously when they're actually coming out because uh, at the moment covid has put a halt to all production Thanks, but we've got some cool things we've started a new series called how the fuck have you not seen that which is uh basically loads of us in the podcast have secretly been lying for years about seeing certain films <laughs> so for example i hadn't seen reservoir dogs that and blows I just lied my mind my it's so yeah, good exactly so then we i watch it for the first time and then we talk about it uh we've just done um scarface uh we've also <sighs> done aliens one of someone hadn't seen aliens it's oh. crazy some of the films uh, that are coming I'm, up make me so mad yeah. but the episodes are so Mate, good <laughs> i haven't i haven't seen usual suspects and we're doing that one next week um uh, <sighs> and I've lied about that like a million times. Like when people go, isn't that mad? I'm like, yeah, totally. And then just lied about it. Um, so we've got that. We've got Worst of Netflix where we trawl through the worst films on Netflix. It's hilarious because the films That's are awesome. so bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've also got commissioned podcasts. You can go to patreon.com forward slash fan critical and uh, subscribe to that. And you get bonus content and you can commission podcasts. We've just done, uh, what did we just do? 
I can't even remember. So many films. Oh, we did uh, Midsommar, one of the best horror films of last year. Disagree. Uh, so. Uh, like, actually, sorry, Midsommar. <laughs> Midsommar I haven't seen yet. Wall's the one. Um, Hereditary. Hereditary. Didn't like your, it. Yeah. It's all trash. Uh, I love them. But uh, mm. yeah, so we've got loads of content. <laughs> fan critical. Uh, and thanks for having me, guys. Any time. Um, I think this could be pleasure. the uh, first of no about many crossover events. Cop that, Avengers. Oh, 100%. 100%. Oh, <laughs> um, cool. Um, and if you want to listen to more Story Mode podcasts, you can find us on, um, Sp- let's say Facebook. You can find us on Facebook, but you can find our podcast yeah. on Spotify, iTunes, and the whole gamut of podcasting services. If you want to check us mm. out on Facebook and Twitter, we were at Story Mode Pod. Um, and Len, where can, where can people find Fan Critical on socials? Oh yeah, so uh, Fan Critical on Facebook. Uh, if you still use that platform, uh, we're at Fan underscore Critical on Instagram, and we are at Fan Critical Pod, which is probably our main platform on Twitter. Um, you know, and I just want to say thanks to you guys because uh, I have been dying to talk about. <laughs> Uh, this game with people um and no one that i know has completed it yet really apart from like a couple of people you're the so only two i know have plat- <laughs> have to only have a platform Same where here. we can actually cathartically talk about all the spoilers and the emotions that we felt is fantastic so thanks yeah i think we were uh, no we went a lot deeper there when you with i thought we were going to on that one but i'm very glad we did because this game is it's yeah. something special it's something to Hundreds. experience I feel like there's a weight yeah. off my shoulders. Yeah, I I, I do yeah, as well. I feel like I could probably probably appreciate this game now. Easy done. All right, Josh, thanks for joining us. Hey, no worries, man. Len, thanks for joining us. Thank you. And everyone, thanks for listening. Um, I hope before you listened, you you played the game. If yeah, you haven't, otherwise, yeah. Whoops. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah, enjoy. Stay safe and. Uh, We'll uh, catch you another time. Later. Bye. Bye. Bye.